Hey there. Howdy, howdy. Can you hear me? (coughs) Yes, can you hear me? Oh, okay, yes, I can hear you, but (laughs) Skype is telling me my microphone is muted right now. Oh. (laughs) Well, Well, that's fun. Yeah, let's see. Can you hear me? Yes, you came through a little robot at first, but now you're good. Ah, sweet. Good, my good, life. good, good. <clears throat> I guess if you guys go a couple minutes without hearing me, just let me know. <laughs> we'll, sure. we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Berate me until I come back. Exactly. We'll have our listeners phone it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Give them my cell phone number and tell them to complain to me directly. <laughs> yeah, call Zach and tell him that we can't hear him. 212-998-4875. do 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 how are you guys? Doing, doing good, Zach. How was your little vacay? It was good, yeah. It's always nice to be home, but the drive back always kills me. <laughs> yeah. The the drive there is not so bad. Yeah. But the drive back. Oh. Isn't it weird how that happens? It's the same yeah. distance, the same amount of time in the car, but exactly. uh, somehow much more tiring. <laughs> much. I still haven't fully recovered. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're... So, what did you do while you were down there? Uh, a lot of baseball games. Uh, went to, you know, that's the main that's the main reason I go down there. Um, so sure. mostly baseball games, drinking and eating. Uh, was able to go hiking one uh, one of the days, but like last year, got to do a little bit more because all four of the games I went to were actually in Scottsdale. Um, so there's no like having to drive anywhere. It's all like ten minute walks away from where I was staying. Um, but this year, two of the games were in different little suburbs around the mm. Phoenix area. But when you have traffic and all that, they both were like over hour hour away. Sure. Um, so it's just you know a lot more time on on the road and driving while I was down there. But it's good, you know. You know, I got to see the the Giants play four times. They suck, but that's okay. I don't really go there <laughs> to see them be good. Um, it'd yeah. be nice. But, well, that's but that's not what it's about. Yeah, Either exactly. they're trying crazy things that they can't try during the regular season. And yeah, right. and a lot of the a lot of the starters are only getting you know the people that are going to be the starters are only, uh, during the regular season they're getting you know a couple innings you know if they're doing really good maybe they'll get to stay out for three or four innings but it's not the games don't matter so they're not no one's out there forcing themselves to play whole games right. Um, and then you know, um, got to see friend of the friend of the show Brian uh, yes. while I was down there. Had dinner Bye, with Brian. him a couple of days. Yeah, hi Brian. I don't think he listens, but you know, he has <laughs> been on here before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, that's that pretty much sums it up. Just a lot of eating, drinking, and watching baseball. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that even though you told me you don't do sausage night, you and your dad had a sausage night. Yeah, that's the one place that. Um, I normally, I pretty much that's the one sausage I eat a year is at a restaurant down there um, called Broad House. And that's the main thing is, is you know, beer, sausage, and, and, um, and shit. <laughs> Why do you I, not do sausage? So tired. I normally, I hate hot dogs. And then uh, because I normally, when I was younger, ate bad hot dogs. Hmm. So uh, I just decided I disliked all hot dog shaped type food products um so i'm actually okay with sausage but then you know the last year or two i've tried to just cut down the amount of meat i eat anyways sure fair enough so i just normally normally don't eat it but 
you know, when I'm down there, it's like, ooh, I have to make a make an exception here. Plus, I don't. Have, uh, it's one of the few places that doesn't have a, like a vegan option to try. Like they have like the Impossible Burger, but lots of places have that. When I'm when I'm on vacation like that, I try to have something that I can't have like here. What? That's a good philosophy. What is an Impossible Impossible Burger? Uh, I don't know the exact science behind it, but it's basically a type of vegan option um, that's supposed to like taste and feel like meat huh. and bleed like a regular burger yeah supposed to right yeah yeah that's like it and i've had it before i think i cast iron here in town oh yeah and they do it I. doesn't yeah it doesn't quite taste the same but it's like the the feel of it when you're eating it's really close hmm. comparable uh, as it were yeah i actually if i if i'm having a burger and i want to have like a non-meat like non like a vegan option, I just normally go naturally, like a plant-based one. I actually didn't like it that much. So, how was the Renaissance Fair? Celtic Fair was awesome. Oh, did you went Celtic to... Fair, not Renaissance Fair. <clears throat> yeah, Fair. yeah, it was good. I um, woke up this morning, not remembering how I got home. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jenny was laughing at me for how drunk I was. <laughs> The problem, the problem with how drunk I got last night, all goes back to, apparently, the dude behind the bar who wasn't James, didn't know how to pour liquor. Ah, uh, yes. So he he handed me a cup that was filled to the brim with whiskey, and then <laughs> I drank it. And then you and I did a couple shots there in the bar, and then so but then by the time they called my name to go sing karaoke, I was just blitzed. Oh yeah, and you were chasing it with beer. When I got there, yeah. you were swaying on your feet. Yeah, you were just like, "What's up?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good luck. So you killed the song. Thanks. Yeah, sing it great. Cool. <laughs> Where was the uh, Celtic Fair at? The Celtic Fair is it? It's in Sonora. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then today I woke up like, huh. Hang on, who am I? Where am I? Okay. <laughs> Let's go get day drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then I was I just was nursing my hangover all day cuz I basically by the time we got to Sonora I was like still <laughs> a little buzzed <laughs> over. <laughs> so I drank beer all day just to stave off the hangover and so far I'm doing well. I am <laughs> for tonight's recording I am just finishing off what's in my flask from from the day. Did and, you bring uh, your horn with you? I did. How yeah. did that go? It went great. It fits a whole twelve ounce beer in it. <laughs> but you need to drink about <laughs> half of it before you stick the horn back in its holster. Oh. Ah, otherwise you slosh everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We can't have that. No, sir. Does it have a handle on it or is it just like a, a horn? Just a horn, and then there's a little leather loop on my belt that it okay, slots sure. into. Does it smell like a goat? <laughs> Not anymore. Now it smells like Smithix. Because <laughs> we, because I got uh, one of those. Um, it's a Jewish like musical horn, but it's made out of a goat horn. Shofar. Yes, for uh, for um, Rosh Godspell. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got it as a prop for Godspell, and it smelled absolutely horrible, like an actual oh. goat. And there's apparently like a, a 
an oil or a solution that you can get that degotifies these hmm. uh, shofars or whatever. But I was not about to do that. <laughs> I, I just let him fucking blow the horn as smelly as it was. Huh. Good. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is for Rosh Hashanah and also Yom Kippur, which is interesting since that's the atonement. And this seems like a, like a party party piece, but... Well, yes, but there's only one note that you can play, and it's really obnoxious. They have, like, several different sizes of these horns, <clears throat> but uh, they don't have, like, musicality. It's just like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> like a battle horn. I think you're supposed to, like, wake up God or something. Yeah. Yeah. Easily done with those things. <laughs> Even the small ones pack, pack a big punch. <clears throat> like, hear me now. Here's my horn. Hear me now. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever like seen something like that up close before. It's just like a piece of a ram's horn, <laughs> okay. with the tip of it cut off, huh. so there's like a little mouthpiece. Okay, it's, uh, a that's hollow... all there is to it. Jeez. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's essentially all there is to it. To the point that like they didn't even desmellify it. They're just like, yeah. boom, off the ram. Here's in the package. <laughs> now you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> Cut this off and spent a minute hollowing it out. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're hollow, right? Aren't they? I don't know. Or do they have like marrow in them? Is there an like... area of this construction? Uh, da, 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 da. It looks like they are hollow. Oh, shit. To the natural hollow inside. Yeah. So they just have to cut down to okay. get into the hollowness. Yeah. Interesting. And saw through it. So, I'm hoping that they also ate the goat meat rather than just be like, "I'm gonna fucking poach you for your horn, goat." Sorry. You ever had goat meat? Uh, I don't know. I don't believe so. I've had goat's milk. It's pretty good. I've not had either. There's a there's a yeah uh, Indian restaurant near SCT that does goat. There's just a lot of bones in it. You have to be careful. I have then. I have, but it was in Fremont. Ah. But it was. And I thought that it would just be like chunks of goat meat in this like curry type stuff, but it was a whole bunch of bones. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the construction of goats that makes it impossible to take their bones out when you cook them, but there's a lot of does bones. Not sound, does not sound worth it to try and eat said <laughs> goat meat. <laughs> it's worth it at this Indian place because it's a part of a buffet, so you don't have to blow your whole order on bone oh, goat. Oh, yeah. You just get some just to say that you've eaten goat there's very few animals that i wouldn't eat that i wouldn't try you know i might have a hard time with the dog or a cat but like most other animals i would probably try at one point if it were there i don't know that i could participate in the butchering of the animals uh-huh. but if jenny just shouted from the other room that i better not eat a llama but, but oh. realistically i might if it were present are alpacas okay yeah, are alpacas okay? No, no, that's a llama, and it's even cuter. So mm. alpacas are not. They're out. <laughs> They're out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what about a camel? Ugh. Camels are fine. I can't that's imagine camel meat would be yeah. worth it at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Camels to... have no souls, apparently. <laughs> oh god. That's what she says. Yeah, it's like like there's a reason that you don't eat sheep. Right, you eat lamb, but right. not sheep. Well, people do eat sheep. It's called mutton. It's called but, mutton. Yeah, but, um, it's people.
will do it less since now they have other options. With lettuce and tomato. <laughs> yeah. Nice MLT where the mutton is just nice and juicy. <laughs> yum, 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 delicious. I feel like that's a, that's a thing. The, the baby version of the animal is probably often a lot better than the full grown version of the animal. Oh, yeah. Veal versus beef. Sure. Sure. You know, roe versus fish. Eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I was going with eggs versus chicken. <laughs> yeah. Tender. Yeah. Although I wouldn't eat a chick, but I would eat, you know, I've eaten like pullet, I guess. What about depending. those duck eggs that they eat in China where there's uh, a like... duck in it <laughs> and you just eat the whole duck? Jenny has eaten that. She oh. says it's better than you think. Really? Okay. I would never, ever do that, probably. I don't think I could get past it. Yeah, then, it would take know. a lot. Yeah, they eat too many yeah. things with faces there. Right. Just cut the face yes. off. Just Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really helpful if you were to cut this face off. I've heard that it's like a, a jelly-fied bird inside of it. Like, it's still kind of like the texture of a, an egg, but, like, there's a bird in it, but it's, like, gelatinous. Well, they, it has, you know, it hasn't formed bones yet. Is that the one where they keep the eggs just like um, for d- decades, and then you eat it later? So there's two. That one's called the hundred year egg, mm. the century egg, I think. Right, and then, but it's, it's really only like you know ten or twenty years. Whatever. It might be a hundred years. They've got like you know underground in barrels. But then there's balut, which is is it's an egg, but it's got the chicken in it. Uh, hmm. Oh, okay. Jeez. Yeah, that would be weird to eat. Yeah. What, uh, James, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Weirdest thing? Hold on. Oh. (laughs) Take a shot. Chasing my whiskey with my water. Um, I don't know. That's tough. I'm trying to think back of all the things that I've eaten. Yeah, I'm, I was I was trying to think too. I I growing up was the like biggest pickiest eater ever. So I don't know if I've eaten, eaten anything that most people wouldn't consider like normal. The thing that of... that I didn't agree with the most that was just the weirdest was uh, tripe in pho. Mm. Like mm. so, pho. If, for our listeners who are not familiar with pho, is they give you hot broth, um, and you put the meat in yourself. And it cooks inside the broth. You put raw meat in, and it cooks, and then you eat the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had it once with pho, or with with um, uh, tripe, and it was just okay. It was weird, but I'm not a big fan of like the gristly texture. Yeah, right. So it was kind of like that. So I and I've also had tripe in menudo, right? Which mm. I I didn't really dig. So I thought that I just didn't like tripe, but I've had it in the form of tripas. In a taco, and it's mm-hmm. amazing. Trufus tacos—that's the only way to do yeah. it. Yeah, of the, the bref- of the breakfast soups, I tend towards uh, the other one. Fasole. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, with the, with the hominy, the red one. Yes, with, with hominy. Yeah, yeah fasole. Yeah, fasole. That like stains your bowls red. Yes. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> cure for hangover. It's an amazing cure for hangover because it's spicy. And yeah, just... but like hearty and thick, mm-hmm. and there's hominy in it and, and meat. Yeah. I guess probably the the it's not really that weird, but probably the weirdest thing that I personally had that I didn't care for is like liver. Mm. Yeah, I've had liver. Yeah, it's not like it wasn't bad. I just didn't care for the texture. It's bad. No, it's bad. It tastes like <laughs> like blood and iron. My grandma loves liver and onions. 
and she, you know, I've tried it. It's not my thing. I made liver yeah. for us, and it turned out okay. I soaked it in milk for like four hours. Yeah, huh. yeah. It's one of the only ways to to not have it taste directly like blood. But even then, there's still that element. <laughs> that <little> hint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a tad hint of blood. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Ooh. I've eaten the little whole octopus, the little tiny ones, mm. in a oh. Chinese restaurant, like in a buffet. Um, although I cut it up, I didn't just eat it whole cause it's a big fucking bite. Yes. But <laughs> so, um, man, I don't know. That's weird. Like it, it all depends on like weird is subjective, right? Like right. jackfruit yeah. is weird. Like if you're eating a pulled pork sandwich, that's made out of a fruit. That's a yeah. little weird, but yeah. it's not weird to a lot of folks. Right. So I've eaten, I've eaten jackfruit also. They do I... jackfruit at, uh, mile wine. Oh, interesting. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen a lot of places like if they certain certain the meats they want to replace, they'll use like jackfruit and stuff. Yeah, I have eaten those uh, lollipops that have a bug in them. Oh, really? A scorpion lollipop? Yeah. When I was oh, younger. Man. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Could you same same question. Fucking scorpion. What? No, oh. I was being sorry. I said same question. <laughs> same CJ. question. Why? Uh, yeah. Because you know, first of all. There's something very appetizing about a like a colored, clear, like lollipop. First mm-hmm. of all, like if it's yellow, if it's green, or if it's blue, like there's something that just makes you want to eat that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it didn't have any flavor, it was just sugar. It was just literally crystallized sugar around, you know, the scorpion. Um, and there was no flavor of the scorpion. Like the whole thing just tasted like sugar. You ate the scorpion. Yeah, well, yeah. So, all right, so I'm looking at an article now on Bon Appetit called What's the Deal with Scorpion Candy? And so, let's see. I just want to see if you can eat it. Are you tough or are you? I eat fucking scorpions tough. (laughs) It was kind of textured like a shrimp tail. Like, it wasn't that bad. Huh. They they remove the stinger and the venom and shit, and it's a like a, a baby scorpion, so it hasn't like had a hardened shell yet. Plus, it's been pickled and soaked in fucking whatever and and crystallized in sugar. That's, they bake the scorpions. Yeah, that's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I so I, I guess that would be it. That the weirdest thing that I've eaten was the scorpion yeah. sucker. <laughs> Whenever I. Uh... <laughs> Whenever I saw those, I thought like the at most you would take it home and put it in a drawer. No, oh yeah, <laughs> just to show your friends. But like this is my <laughs> it's my scorpion. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading an article and and it's not making me want to go out and try. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about a novelty fruit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> most exotic probably is shark or swordfish. I've eaten those. I've had swordfish. Um, yeah, I think I've tried shark before in San Francisco, like a long time ago. Not shark fin. That's illegal. But no, yeah, <laughs> some sort of some sort shark of steak. shark meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I went rock cod fishing when I was eleven, and so we had rock cod for a while, which is not really oh. exotic, but it came from the ocean. Yeah, I used to go yeah. crabbing when we would go camping. Camping. Yeah. It's it, it's a very it's a very real sense of accomplishment when you are like camping or whatever, 
and you, and catch, you catch your own dinner and then yeah. yeah you carry it back and eat it yeah I actually own a, a crabbing net but I've Do used you? it like one time I used it and a bird discovered that I had it so the, a bird oh. tore up the net Oh no! Because it was going down. Just go down to get all the bait I had in there for the crabs. Ah, uh, yeah, not the actual crabs. So I, the lesson I learned was don't crab off of the pier next to the cement ship. Oh yes, <laughs> where there are birds that have lots, learned lots the ways of, of humans. Yeah. Who was I with? I guess I wasn't with you, Zach, so I don't remember who I was with. <laughs> I don't recall that happening. But you might have still been with Zach, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just going to yeah. say, we all know how reliable my memory is of things that happened more than, I, like, yesterday. But. Well, this would have been around when we were 21 or so. Because I bought it at REI. I went through a big REI. Not oh, okay. REI. I bought I it don't... at uh, Bass Pro because I went through a big Bass oh, Pro phase. Yeah. I don't think so, then. Yeah. Because once we turned 21, our camping trips basically devolved into it's sitting drinking. around the campsite drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost, doing the actual work crap. Yeah. That's something that I could have seen us doing between 16 and 21. Sure. Back when we actually did things on our camping trips. Right. It didn't just get hammered. <laughs> yeah. What about crawdads? You ever go crawdad fishing? No, I always got scared because kids would do it with their bare hands. Yeah, they, the worst that happens is you get a little tiny pinch. They can't fucking hurt you, hurt you. It was very, it was very scary. Um, I uh, hang on. There's a big bang outside of my like dogs I've out there. It. I am such a pussy. Like I wouldn't. <laughs> I would just sit back, like feet feet back from the water, and let them do it. And I probably wouldn't even eat it. I, I've eaten langostino, and I've eaten, you know, like crawdad, like at a restaurant. But I wouldn't eat like a, <laughs> a crawdad that somebody caught in front of me and then decided to. You know, we went shrimping when I was in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, well, my uncle went shrimping. I ended up staying back because I was like seasick or something. Um, But he caught like barrels and barrels of these like raw shrimp. And so we had like a shucking party. We all had to like de leg and de head and de shell the shrimp. And And de poop. What? And de poop. Deep poop, yeah. The, it, that comes out with the the de-shelling and the de-heading if you do it right. Right. Oh. Little poop poop line. What is that called? I don't know. The poop line. <laughs> <laughs> the technical term is the poop line. <laughs> Shrimp poop line. Sand vein. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Because <clears throat> who wants to say I'm taking the poop out of these shrimp? I'm right. taking the sand vein out. Yeah, it's yeah. much better. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, have you have you yet listened to that uh, that Roderick on the Line episode I recommended? No, I got so far behind on all my podcasts while on vacation because I didn't have time to listen to many. And of the ones I listened to, I was on vacation with my dad. The only one that he really likes is the My Favorite Murder one. Right. So ended up listening to a whole shit ton of that, but it means I fell way far behind on all the other podcasts yeah. I try and his Snapchat story was just like hours and hours of you driving, I assume, and yes. him sitting in the passenger seat listening to that podcast and him showing us, <laughs> I don't know, cars or something. I don't I And the, the thing is, so me and him have different ideas of, of how to do stuff like that. I always prefer if I'm trying to do a video in hiking or something like that, anytime really, if, like if I'm in the car 
uh, as a passenger, I like to like either turn down or pause or mute whatever I'm listening to or try not to talk just because I find that kind of distracting if someone just all of a sudden gets like a five second snippet of some random conversation. Right. He has no such uh, qualms about that. He's so, no, <laughs> no. Just all of a sudden, because I saw that too when I was going through a story later. It's just like just these random little sections of the podcast cut up into these stories. Yeah. Yeah, no, I downloaded a bunch of podcasts beforehand and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I showed him how to unlock my phone, just told him pick what he wanted to listen to. And so he starts with that one, decides he likes it. And so. Before I know it, you know, just listen to hours and hours of it. 30 hours worth of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, did, I did download that episode, though, that you recommended. Well, there's a, there's a point in that that you'll understand later on, but I just I just was thinking out of it when as I was Googling shrimp poop line. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry, that's going on my permanent Google record. <laughs> yeah. Once Googled shrimp, shrimp poop, poop line. line. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm actually decided to read that the uh, removing it is uh, solely a matter of personal preference and aesthetics, mm-hmm. and that it's not doesn't matter one way or the other to eat it with it or not. Exactly. No, because all the shrimp eats is stuff in the ocean, yeah. so it's literally just going to taste either salty or you know it doesn't affect the flavor at all. Yeah. <clears throat> but knowing that it's poop, you can't just in good <laughs> conscience eat it. That's why. You, yeah, that's why you want it gone. Apparently, it's not really poop because shrimp don't poop, but it is their lower intestine or the equivalent. What do you mean they don't poop? I don't know. Do sh- now this is going on my record. Do well, I'm sure they shrimp, shrimp poop? In poop. Some. <laughs> oh. During cleaning, shrimp's legs are torn off and they're decapitated and disemboweled. As their bowels are ripped out, poop spills out and often gets all over the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> this is from PETA in their top 10 reasons not oh, to eat shrimp. Okay. Well. It's just more stuff about the vein. But I like that PETA has a whole page, top 10 reasons not to eat shrimp. There's poop on them. <laughs> There's poop all over. Ooh. I just turned on my computer for the first time since it's updated, and it prompted me if I wanted light mode or dark mode. And I was like, well, let's see about light mode. And it threw up like all of the stuff that I had ever been looking at, ever. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Uh, that's fun. So, for computers. Oh, yeah. You can do night shift. Yeah. I'm doing night shift. Yeah. You know, do you know about the magic, magic of night shift on Apple devices, Zach? No. They, um, go ahead and tell me what. They, I, might, uh, I might know of something equivalent on, on Android devices. You can set it to just go with sunrise and sunset, and it it's more blue in the morning and less blue at night. Oh, yeah. There, there's all sorts of like apps and stuff that I can download for that, yeah. <sighs> like I have something on my computer called Flux. Um, I tried to get that thing. on my work computer the other day. Oh, it's, yeah? It's banned. Oh, what? no. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking bastards. It's like, so literally, annoying. this is the one thing that could help me. It's an app? And you're like, no, yeah. Yeah. It's an app. It warms up your computer display at night to match your indoor lighting. <coughs> huh. <clears throat> F.Lux. Yeah. Just get flux.com. And I used to have it on my old phone, but for some reason I don't have it on this one. Normally what I just do at night is, 
if I want to like lay in bed and do something on it, I just have my brightness manually turned down to the the lowest. That's what I do too on my phone. But I, most of the time, even in the daytime, I just have it down. Like I don't need a bright phone. Yeah. But... Plus this this phone, uh, I'm still using my my cheap Chinese one, so I don't know. Having something that runs on it 24 seven like that might <laughs> might cause some issues. Sure. It barely can run on its own sometimes. <laughs> This looks like this works with, like if you have uh, <clears throat> hue lights. It works with your hue lights and creates a whole system of lighting throughout. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, that is cool. Kind of makes me want to get some hue lights. Do you? Do you? They're guys, pretty cool. They are really cool. I have. I don't I have, have any in my apartment, but I have mine set. I just I saw one somewhere that someone had done this, so I, I created a skill where if I say "lady in a tube, intruder alert." She turns all the hue lights oh. up to 100% bright red, and she says warning, and then starts to play um, Turn Down for What by Lil John. Yeah, I saw all sorts of people do, giving all sorts of examples of, of them setting up cool shit like that yeah. with, with their Alexa and hue shit. Yeah. No, no Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I'd like if it weren't so cost prohibitive, I'd like to replace all the lights with hue lights. But um, well, I guess if I didn't want to get color lights, because I really like the color lights. Yeah, yeah. It, it when I the last time I looked at those, I was like, I mean, if you're gonna get those, might as well save up and and get the color yeah. lights. Yeah, but they're twenty five dollars a bulb. Yeah. I'm <laughs> That's why my parents' house has not been fully hued. Yeah, I have two as of now. I'd like to have at least six to nine more. See, I I need to get one at least. We have we have a smart outlet, but that's it. Mm-hmm. It just turns the light on or off. And that only fucking works if my Wi-Fi is going. Oh, right. So like they did a they did an update the other day like a system outage, like a planned outage. And I was like, I can't fucking access my TV or my internet or my fucking lights in the house. Like what the fuck is happening here? (laughs) That is the downside of of the smart home. Yeah. You're just sitting there staring at a wall going crazy. If the internet goes down. Yeah. Like legitimately, like I can't even turn off my living room lights now. bullshit. And I was (laughs) just sitting there going like, well, fuck, like what is my life now? Like, yeah, (laughs) Just accept it. Because yeah. I did it myself, really. Because there's no one to blame other than me. I was like, yeah, it's a great idea to have a Wi-Fi powered living room light. Oh, thank you, honey. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> Let that be a lesson to you. Sorry, I yeah. make a naked two-year-old just ran past me and had to tell me something. <laughs> well, it's obviously very important. What? Yeah. Jeb, jeb, jeb. There's rocks. I'm not watching anything, sweetie. Uh, no, this is, I'm not what? watching anything, honey. Yes, she wants to watch that with you. She wants to watch my Google search for hue bulbs. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, there's colors. <laughs> she came out of the other room to see the colored lights on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh. <clears throat> how, how is little Holly doing? Oh, she's doing just fine. Oh, she's good. naked. She doesn't know how to sleep anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> How's the potty training coming? It's not. 
<laughs> just at a standstill. I think about the days this is before she was even a year old. It used to be that she would go to bed every night at 5 p.m. and then wake up at 8 or 9. I remember you talking about that, and it always blew my mind that it worked that way. <laughs> and then additionally, she took two naps a day for about two hours. But, wow. Yeah. But that's obviously, the life. That's, that is the life, but that's the difference between an infant and a toddler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she slept that much, she would be, uh, she, we'd be going to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she slept that much now. <clears throat> so See, but as an adult, I could sleep that much if given the opportunity. Oh, yeah. I could really? absolutely sleep fourteen or fifteen hours a day, easy. Every I day? could be in bed for that long, but I could, don't think I could sleep. So I have this thing where, like, my dreams become really intense. And, like, I'll wake up and just be like, oh, no, I need to go back there. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Yeah, but then I wake up all sore and stuff. But, like, yeah. my mind could absolutely do that. Like, I can shut everything else out and go and live in my dream world for hours and hours and hours. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, and I've got enough, like, reserves. I don't need to fucking eat. That's fine. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even feel hungry in the middle of it. <laughs> do you remember that, remember that Saturday Night Live sketch about the, the NyQuil that... Lit is like called hibernol or something, and it was no. basically if you started to get a cold, you drank this <clears throat> this like five gallon cup of cold medicine, and it would knock you out for the entirety of cold season. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh man, someone's oh. having a hard time. Yeah, mom's mom's handling it. I think. Okay, well that's all right then. But yeah, it was called. I think it was called Hibernol. It was very funny because you just that. I just had the flash of that because in the their fake commercial, it was like, "Well, your body um, works off of your stored fat." <laughs> SNL Hibernol. I had it on. Um, yep, Hibernol. I had a Best of Chris Farley DVD, and it was on there. You don't have to suffer the uh, cold and flu season this year, thanks to Hibernol. Back. I do remember this, and he wakes up with the beard. Mm-hmm. Yes, back in the Phil Hartman days. Mm-hmm. I am bookmarking that to watch later. <laughs> Did you know there's an episode of talk radio that they don't put out anymore? No, why? Because I'm going to make sure of this before I say it. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, you want to do do? Okay, here you go. She better do do quickly. Do do do. do. Yay! That one's going in the memory banks forever. So there's, I I hear there is an episode of talk radio or news radio. Yeah, Dad is right here of news radio where Phil Hartman's character is sleepwalking with a gun in his robe. Oh yes, I remember watching that. They don't air that anymore. No. I mean, that's not at all connected to the real life. Um, Other than there being a gun and Phil Hartman. Like, that's yeah. not how it went down, though. Man, that's fucked up. Kind of bothered right. by that. Yeah. But I'm also bothered by The Simpsons removing the Michael Jackson episode because of the documentary. Oh, Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Bye, Holly. The Simpsons removed uh, an episode? 
Yeah, the the one that had Michael Jackson in it. Lisa, it's your birthday. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, they just yeah, they just like removed it. They deleted it. They're they're not gonna play it, or they pulled it, or whatever. Like from syndication, or from, like obviously, if you sell the DVD, they yeah. can't like shut that down. But like, yeah, they're just they're not gonna play it anymore based on the the new HBO documentary. Oh, like this is like. news news. They just did this. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Because of the results of the of the documentary and on the the things that it brought to light, which I have yet to watch, I'm debating whether or not I'm going to watch it. Huh. I because for me, like, and it's a little bit different with the the age discrepancy between you fellows and myself. But Michael Jackson was a huge part of my childhood. Like mm-hmm. he was the king of pop. You know what I mean? Like he was the fucking like the end all be all like pop star was Michael Jackson when I was a kid. We caught um, the, and everybody we, wanted to go to the Neverland Ranch and all that. You we know? caught the tail end of that because he um, did the soundtrack to Free Willy. Right. And mm. Free Willy was a movie from our childhood, but it came out when we were three. Yeah. Right. And so Whereas, that was like, about was... the tail end of him being the king of pop is when he did Free yeah. Willy soundtrack. Yeah. Um, so that was... So I don't know. Like it might fucking put a whole new light on that, mm-hmm. you know. Not that it that because I, I was talking to Jenny about this the other day. Not that it necessarily detracts from the music, because the the quality of the music is still going to be the same. But like she had a good point in that. Do you then want to further support and pay for the legacy of that? Right. Right. So like I like it's got me in a quandary now. So like I'm better off just not knowing. I feel like, but I I'm, I want to watch it. Because so like apparently the documentary is um, <clears throat> a bunch of the kids who like testified in his favor back then mm. are now coming out saying like look like he had his brainwashed like we didn't really know like all of the fucked up stuff that he was doing to us was being fucked up because we were young and, and fucking malleable right right you know and like there was oh. there was one guy who and like he promised them like a better life and he gave it to them like, mm-hmm. there's one guy who's now in the music industry and like was like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake's like music director and the reason that they split up or something and like has, has made a career now out of being in the music industry. And that wouldn't have happened if not for Michael. Like, so it's like stuff like that, that it's like, fuck, like just on a level of like, right. Like, and then, and Jenny brought this up too, like, cause it's not, it's impossible for just one person to do all of that. Like the, the entire industry, everybody who worked for him, like supported that and facilitated that. Yeah, him him doing that. You know, it's not just like he was like, I'm going to be sneaky and be fucking secretive. You know, like it's the whole fucking industry fucking facilitated him being a pedophile and being a molester. Yeah, <clears throat> like wasn't according Luke, to this documentary wasn't Lou Pearlman like that? No, he just stole money. You know, Lou Pearlman, he's the guy who created most of the successful boy bands in the nineties. He, oh. he was, um, I believe he was a hot air balloon captain who made a lot of money as a hot air balloon captain somehow. Oh, blimp. He was a blimp captain. That's still badass, though. Like, take yeah. anything else away, and that's pretty fucking badass. He, <laughs> he, start, he had this blimp company that he, like, even, he started by leasing it to Jordash. A- anyway, so he had all these blimps, and... He had a company that ended up going public and made tons of money. And then he started, he created boy bands. He created Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and some more. Um, but then it turns out that he 
was also running one of the largest and longest running Ponzi schemes in history. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, and he died in federal custody. Night, night, Holly. <laughs> Good night, Holly. Doot, doot. James and Zach say night, night also. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm being nice. <laughs> okay, she said night, night to you guys. Aw, thanks, Holly. I was look. I was choosing to look past your rude good, oversight. Good night, good night, Holly. Good Denial night. of good night wishes to a two-year-old Zach. Damn, I'm going to hell. Lou Pearlman, <laughs> aka Big Papa, aka Incognito Johnson. Oh right, right. The notorious Lou Pearlman. I know that dude. The rapper. <laughs> Incognito Johnson, big fat white guy. <laughs> Jesus. What a name. Incognito, Incognito Johnson, Johnson sounds... It's like the best porn star name ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In what way was he known as Incognito Johnson? Because you couldn't see it when he pulled his pants down. It was Incognito. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I can view Incognito Johnson's profile on LinkedIn. Why was he called Incognito Johnson? Like, how did this come to be? Zach, thank you for writing down Incognito Johnson as a title. (laughs) I, that is not on my thing. On your what? The the Google Docs page is not on my fucking tabs now. I don't know why. Well, what do you do with it? I don't know. My computer updated and apparently doesn't appreciate it. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fucking franchise tax board is on there though, which is great. Uh, do you love those email guys. Or... I still need to do my taxes. Me too. I'm the number one. Me too. <laughs> me too. What um, is, why is it telling me that I need to create a Gmail account? I don't know. I'm... Oh, this is bad news. It kicked me out of my fucking accounts. I don't even know my uh, password. Oh, shit. This is going to be bad, pie. Oh, no. I have this at work occasionally. Do you, do you have to update your password at work? Like, all Ridiculously. the time? Ridiculously. Ridiculously. I have a post-it note now. I'm that guy. I'm the guy with a post-it note oh, on my God, computer yeah. I, with my password on it because <laughs> I have to okay, change it so I often. I can't do that. But I well, get in trouble if I leave a post-it note out. But, yeah, I, I have... Like two note cards in my pocket. It's not. It's not actually on my computer, but it is near enough to my oh. computer that I can go. Shit! What is my yeah. password again? And right now, my password is um, <laughs> for some reason it it's in reference to Jar Jar Binks. And then I <laughs> I threw. I had to add some numbers, so I added <laughs> the the year before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it really hard for me oh, there's like one or two of our listeners that are going to be like I know what his password is now and they're going to fucking sign into all of your shit don't worry I'll have at to change it at every platform add Silent Gordon please try it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you don't You don't know my, my work email address uh, <clears throat> so I have there's just one program that I go into called CalHears which is uh, it's what? The the public uses it as covered California. So if you're applying for medical coverage that is not Medi-Cal, it's covered California. Oh. But I have to go in on the admin side. So not CalHERS. Right. Wait, C-O-W-H-E-A-R-S? Um, C-A-L. 
H E E R S. Cow oh. hears. Okay. Right. That's different. not cow. Cow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cow hears. <laughs> right. And so, and it stands like it's a big acronym for something. It stands for California Healthcare, Healthcare and blah blah blah. blah. Attention yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So, the password rules for this site are fucking stupid. It can't be any word in the middle of it that is a dictionary word. So it can't oh be a real God. word. It has to have a number, a capital, uh, a symbol. Um, and it can't have three letters together that form a dictionary word. Um, but it can only be between eight and ten, eight and 12 characters. Um, and it has to be changed every six weeks. And the password that you use now can't be one of your previous 24 passwords. It's like what? Like it's so, it pisses me off so much to the point that I'm like, like I've sent emails to people like this is ridiculous. Like it takes more time out of my day to create a new fucking password than it does. Like I never go in here. Yeah. Like bitch asses. But <laughs> <laughs> there was, I heard a thing today about the most common password in the world is a super random series of numbers and letters. Yeah. And it everybody turns, thinks it's random, but everybody thinks that the same fucking thing is random. No, it's that if that's that's how you translate it. If you if you were to like hand a Chinese person an American keyboard, and they were to type on it as if it were a Chinese keyboard, it would be the equivalent of in Chinese saying my password. Oh, oh, <laughs> weird. But when you translate it to English, it turns into like JW nine six TF. 11 whatever it is but yeah the most common huh. passwords are like one two three four five six seven <laughs> <laughs> my password let me in because people think they're being cute but then everyone does that i love you yeah there's a lot of people i know that they mention password and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm being so cute. And it's like, trust me, if you, if you, if you're thinking of it, then someone else somewhere has also been thinking of it. I mean, <laughs> if, if it's just something simple like that. Yeah. yeah. Number 20 is when someone just holds down the shift key and then hits every single number. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, like exclamation <laughs> at hashtag uh-huh. money dollar sign. Uh, That's clever. I so another fucking interesting or bullshit as aspect of my passwords is there are certain counties like I have to communicate with other counties to make sure that people are either receiving aid or not receiving aid or that the counties are going to pick up the the benefits when we transfer them and like there are probably like five or six counties in the state that use encrypted uh, emails so in order for me to communicate with them I have to sign up for an encrypted email service. Um, and I have to create like a password and I have to answer all these security questions. And my password is inevitably the name of the fucking County and bullshit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I'm like, dude, again, like this is taking so much time out of my day. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's somebody showed me the trick of having one answer for all of your security questions, mm. you know? And so even if it's not necessarily the correct I it's just one word that you answer for all of your security questions. Never thought about that, but that's yeah, right. I've I've had issues sometimes. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Where, like, where did my parents meet? You know, <laughs> or you did I capitalize it last time? And now it's not. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing. I have. I yeah. Luckily, f- with my 
job at, at Lincoln, I have made friends with the IT department. Like, it seems like everybody, <laughs> everybody who works there has a specific department that, like, there's one department that hates them and one department that loves them. So for me, the maintenance department hates me. They just hate me. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of reasons. And uh, but the IT department loves me. So in general, I just call the IT department, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know where my, what happened to my password. And so then they just let me. I break the rules a lot. <laughs> One of my more common passwords, I won't tell you, but it's pretty stupid. And. Uh, so I told them like the first time I was like, well, this is, this is the one I use most often. Cause he was like, if you're going to forget it, that's not a good password. So I'm like, yeah, this is, this I'll remember. He was like, okay, that's kind of a bad password, but I, I capitalized the first letter. <laughs> Perfect. Thank as you. As long as you're going to remember it. <laughs> that's all I need. Just stop yeah. making me change my password. I won't know it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling you and you're going to have to keep resetting it unless mm-hmm. you can have me remember it somehow they already have done all kinds of things to my computer so that <laughs> the only thing that I actually have the rotating password for at this point is um, is my email everything, everything, <laughs> <laughs> everything else they've been like just it's fine just fine use this password just, yeah it's okay <laughs> oh good uh, I'm the same way <laughs> Jeff Rosenstein. So I ordered. Go ahead. I've, I remembered my Amazon password. <laughs> oh, oh, good. So, so I signed in just now, and I have ordered a knife block. Uh, oh. Just uh, one of the universal ones that has like a bunch of like little, like plastic rods in it. So there's no actual like slots. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I ordered one of those. That should be here tomorrow. And because at first I was going to order a small one, but Jenny was like, well, get this one. And I was like, yeah, but that's huge. And, you know, like she's like, yeah, but you keep ordering more knives. And I was like, OK, so that not only is that a good point, but now I have permission to order more knives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall for it. I'm not gonna open up. Uh... Oh, oh, I finally found it. What? Sorry, um, a song that I've been trying to find. What the name of the song is all day long. I just found it because I was doing that on the side. Um, anyway, I was gonna say I'm not gonna open up Amazon and start looking at knives with you because that's usually when our show goes off the rails. No, that's fair. I'm not <laughs> asking. We spend 45 minutes looking at yeah. knives. Yeah, but these are chef knives. They're different. Everyone can oh, use okay. kitchen knives. That's fair, right? So <sighs> I'm so happy I found the name of this freaking song. What? What's the song? It's called "Give Me a Dollar" by King Missile. All right, that's huh. what I'm looking up next. <laughs> so it starts with this guy screaming, "Give me a dollar! I want a dollar! I need a dollar!" And he's like, just just going nuts over the fact that he needs a dollar. And then he says, give me a dollar with your phone number on it, and I'll call you. Give me a dollar with your name on it, and I'll write you a song. Give me a dollar with nothing on it, and I'll love you forever. I'll be your best friend. Give me with a dollar with strings attached, and I will sign on the dotted line. And then he starts screaming more about how he needs a dollar. And then he goes, oh, oh, shit, wait. I actually oh, have, I have a few dollars here in my pocket. <laughs> do, you, do you need a dollar? Do you, do you, hey, sir, would you like eight dollars? I have eight dollars. I only need a couple. 
Who is this by? King Missile. King Missile. Now which about, is a great name for a person. I'm about to send it into our bedroom and play it at my wife. <laughs> King Missile. Dollar. Yes. Oh, I can play it for you guys, too. Excellent. That's our theme music for this show. <laughs> there you go. Give me a dollar! Oh, that's lovely. Hey! hey. Give me a dollar! Uh, so many reasons I don't. I'm not into this guy. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> specific type stuff. of punk I used to be into. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. How do you sing along to that? Oh, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you just you don't listen, just right? like scream mm-hmm. too. Um, I would. I I actually would. <laughs> but so my question then is, like, as a musical person, do you try and scream in the same key, or do you just fucking scream in whatever key you scream oh, in? You and just fucking... whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> King Missile was very. It was a very strange little band. Um. Very strange. All their songs are like that. Like their number one most popular song is called "Detachable Penis." Oh shit! Ah, okay. Hmm. Go, goes along. Goes along with the Incognito Johnson. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Incognito Johnson's detachable penis service. <laughs> oh, I guess they're not a punk band. They are. They are uh, an avant-garde art rock band. John S. Hall. <laughs> I just heard my wife say, Lady in the Tube, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently she's not as into the song as I am. Yeah, so John S. Hall. I don't know. <laughs> this is it. This is, I used to um, go to be, be a real punk boy and go to all these punk things and listen to the punks. Mm. Be punks. How do you feel about the movie SLC Punk? I Lillard? have never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have never even heard of it. So just, no. <laughs> uh, it's about punks in Utah, Salt Lake City. Oh, I can see that scene. being really, really good. Yeah. He has some of the best acting I've ever seen in a movie at the end of it. Now, I can't give you any spoilers, but he cries like actual tears, but he smiles at somebody and he's like, okay, well you have a good day now. Okay. Oh <laughs> yeah. Ah, fucking brilliant. It looks really good. I'll probably watch that. There's a character in there called hardcore Mike and hardcore Mike is like very straight edge. Like he doesn't do anything like outwardly punk. He doesn't color his hair. He doesn't have a mohawk. He's just like a, a nerd with glasses. But he got drunk and kicked his way out of a police car once. Hmm. <laughs> he was arrested and like, and he'll just like fucking go off the handle and like beat dudes down. Wow. He's hardcore, Mike. All right. Yeah. He sounds pretty hardcore. Yeah. Well, you know, with a name like Hardcore Mike, you kind of have to live yeah. up to something. Yeah. Yeah. I never. I mean, I never went far enough down the punk hole. Punk has always been like something just slightly on the side where like, yeah, I enjoy that. Like I love the dead Kennedys to this day because the dead Kennedys are making a lot of points that are actually still really valid because they were complaining about people who are still in power. Um, 
and so I, but it's, it was never like an option for me to get a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> I grew out my hair and got more into classic rock at that point. <laughs> I, my parents gave me a mohawk as a bargaining tool when I was seven hmm. to get uh, my tonsils taken out. Oh, but they did it in a fucked up way. So like I was on year round education, so I had a month off, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and rather than give me an actual like thin mohawk, they it was the exact width of the top of my head. They just shaved the sides of my head. And like there, there's one picture floating around somewhere, and I just look stupid. Like it looks like this weird, like flat top that's round, but then yeah. like the sides of my head are shaved. Yeah, but it like, went all the way down the back. Yeah, it was dumb. It's like an opposite. Like it would have been cooler. Yeah, like a photo it negative. Been much cooler. <laughs> exactly. Like it's not. It wasn't like two or three inches. It was just like I'm going to shave the sides of your head with a razor, and I thought I was the coolest fucking kid. Yeah, they didn't. They did it right at a time when I wasn't going to school. Mm-hmm. Bastards! Like they tricked me. I should have been like, yeah. no, this is not it. You can't take out my tonsils. Let's see the mohawk first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you get your hair cut at home, James? Uh, for the like, it was like fifty fifty. I did a lot. I had a buzz cut a lot when I was younger, and then it just grew out. Um, but several times, like, I have very distinct memories of going into the barber shop and having them shave racing stripes and lightning bolts into my hair. I told one once to keep the tail, to keep a rat tail, and she was like, um, there isn't a tail, and I was like, well, then can you start one thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Oh, Steve-O's in it. Um, oh, no, his name is Steve-O. Steve-O and Heroin Bob. I'm still on the SLC Punk page. Um, yes, yeah. My mom cut my hair about, about 50-50 similarly for a lot of my life until I got to a the point where I was growing my hair out. But my grandpa used to take me to this barber shop where they only did two haircuts. They did a crew cut and they did a flat top and that was it. Come on in and get whatever you want. It was an old timey kind of barber shop in downtown. How many flat tops did you have? I never had a flat top. They were always trying to convince me to get a flat top. (laughs) I never wanted a flat top. I had a couple (laughs) of them, not going to lie. Well, now I regret it because now I I can't. <laughs> you you can you're just become that dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll become that dude. But no, but just like my hair, I have I have hair uh, shortcomings that would make my flat top look really really bad. I kind of want you to do it now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shave my head before I do that. Oh man, Zach, where are you going these days? Now that your uh, your grandpa hung up his shears. I go to a beauty salon on near the uh, UOP. Oh, nice! Yeah. Which uh, how, how near? Ex- exclusive beauty salon. It's called exclusive, huh? Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm know. a very exclusive person. CJ. Fancy. It it's uh, <clears throat> right next to uh, Tiger's yogurt. Mm, mm, okay. I, I know uh, what that is. I I went to a beauty salon for a haircut once because. When I lived in Sonora, I, uh, excuse me, that was when I was going to be a musician and I was doing musician things. And, you know, I, I had a good go of it. I was the Irish guy in Old Town Columbia playing on the street. Then I, I played shows here and there at different, at different bars around town. But, uh, but so there's this one woman whose day job was that she worked in a salon and she was the lead singer of a very cool, 
punk band in the area. Oh. And I used to go to these people's houses and we would have these music parties, these amazing music parties where it would just be like like six hours of a bunch of people with instruments just jamming and drinking and having an awesome time. And I had it in my head that I could sleep with this woman who was probably 50. (laughs) 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 And so I thought, you know what my in is? I am going to go get my hair cut by her (laughs) at her salon. (laughs) And woo her. And woo her. (laughs) Yeah, so I went to the salon and I paid 50 bucks for a haircut as a broke 18 year old and uh <clears throat> and long story short i did not sleep with that woman <laughs> oh, uh, i'm not surprised but i'm a little surprised <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god let's see if i can find Jeez. the band oh no they're they're too small i'm not gonna be able to google them you might. You'd be surprised. What was their name? Uh, was their Listeners, name? if you're aware. Let's see. It's, their name was Pink Vinyl, and her name was Kelly something. I don't think it was Kelly McGillis, because I think that's a famous person. It was Kelly Vinyl. Kelly Vinyl. <laughs> and the, the band name was after her, actually. Pink Vinyl. No, sorry. That was dirty. <laughs> Bad news. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Let's see here. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> Let me take Kelly out of it. <laughs> Pink Vinyl Band, Sonora, CA. Best indie rock bands in Sonora. Huh. Well, it, <laughs> none of these are Sonora-based bands. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, that's my going to a salon story. <laughs> I got my haircut, my haircut with a straight razor because that, that was the style at the time. Because mm-hmm. it was longish. You ever have that where they just kind of hold your hair up and then they chop at it with a straight razor? No, but I've seen it done. It makes it all like layered and like feathered looking. Yeah, yeah. I uh, when I when I moved away to college, I moved to college with long shaggy hair that I had had for all of high school. Okay. And then I woke up. I I, I moved in, went to sleep. Woke up the next day and I thought, you know what? It's a new stage of my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut off all my hair. So I went to a barber in town and I got a very short cut, very similar to what I wear now. And um I've never I've never had anything very long since then. I think about that sometimes because like I don't know what I was actually thinking. <laughs> but, Just sometimes it's time for a change. For some reason it was like that was time for a change and I've I have not had long hair since, which is good because I have thinning hair, so it would look preposterous if I had <laughs> long hair. <laughs> I don't know that preposterous is the word, but it would look different than you're used to. It would be a little sad <laughs> with how bald I am, because I'm pretty darn bald. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably not the ideal look that you're yeah. going for. But. That's why I like keeping it But you it could short. pull it all back, and it wouldn't it wouldn't actually change the shape of your head from the front. It would just change your profile, and right. I'm sure it would like have like nice like wavy curls in your ponytail, if that is would. even called a ponytail at that <laughs> level. Probably it would. I don't know. I like because because of the fact that I'm a balding person. I like having my hair as short as it is because I'm just to any person who meets me, I'm going. Let's be let's be real here. I know that right. I'm losing my hair. I'm not hiding it from you. It's okay. <laughs> right, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm aware of it. 
I I'm actually jealous of the the roundness and the smoothness of your head. If I had that, I would often buzz cut too, just for maintenance purposes. Oh, see, if I were to go all the way down to skin, you would see all the the scars that my head is covered with. <laughs> <laughs> my head is covered with so many scars. I don't have the issue with scars, but I do have I do have a very visible birthmark that. Mm-hmm. I don't really have an issue with, but it would definitely make bald a weird look for me. <laughs> well, yeah, you buzz cut it. You buzz cut your hair for a long, long time. Yeah, man. yeah. And even even with this, out right after that, I get the haircut. Depending on how I style it, it's you know, it's a, you can tell it's there. Mm-hmm. It's not until it, uh, like a week after that it kind of covers itself up. Well, and as long as you're. You're honest, and you just, you know, hello, no, no, yeah. <laughs> my name is Zach. That's true. I have a birthmark here. Anyway, yeah. let's move on, because I'm your pharmacist, and I need to tell you a little bit about why pseudoephedrine <laughs> is not right for you, you junkie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to talk people down on, on buying the pseudoephedrine too often, or do Actually, you call for, some... for that? <clears throat> For some reason, Save Mart um, has the pseudofed kept up at the check stands and registers, so we, we don't even oh, deal with it unless they have a yeah, unless they have a prescription for it. Oh wow, yeah, I had to go buy you some. Know, if they have a prescription for it, we can they can come get it from us. Oh, I had to, I had we to don't buy have because like, I had a real bad allergy attack going on, and so I needed the uh, what's the stuff, loratadine. Okay, I needed yeah, that Claritin. Basically, but I needed to be awake, and so oh, for me, Claritin shouldn't make you drowsy, does it? Loratadine, Loratadine makes me very drowsy. Oh wow, and weird. So, so I don't, I don't take it ever. Basically, I take it like once every two years, but um, because I was in the middle of a pretty bad allergy attack, I went and I, I had to make sure that I get the Loratadine with the added pseudoephedrine to make sure that I don't fall asleep while driving my car. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and they check you, you know, they check your uh, license and put you in the system. Huh. And there's a limit to the amount that you can buy cuz otherwise you're going to make meth. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Yeah, apparently if you buy it more often than whatever they say is the time that it's okay to buy it. If you buy it more often than that, then um federal agents will show up at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of oh. what's going what's going on here? <laughs> but there was a time not too long ago where you could just get ephedrine. Yeah, in some states you still can. California is one of the only ones that is like locking it down like that. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because ephedrine, like it, it just that's that's the crappy thing is that it just works. If you are congested and you take some pseudoephedrine or ephedrine, it you'll you're fine. It's gone. But it sucks that you can make meth out of it. <laughs> does it suck though or does it just happen to be amazing that you can also make meth out of this thing? it's so useful it's so so useful oh I read and now I want it because now I'm looking at that uh, diagrams of chemicals nacho chemical I read somewhere that the yep Okay, the secret ingredient to making cheese into nacho cheese is actually um, a sodium, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. Um, 
What do you, what do you call that when you put elements together? Wait, it just sounded like you were making up shit just then. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't remember the name of a molecule, basically. A compound? So, oh, okay. Like a compound. <laughs> the compound that you add to cheese to turn it into nacho cheese is sodium, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. Which, what does that oh, spell? Yeah. Nacho. Oh my ha, god. Ha, that's Jesus. random. Because I, I read the other day that nachos came about by accident. The the creator of them was named Ignacio and they called him Nacho. Oh, that right? could be and true. And he was making tacos and he just had a bunch of leftover stuff so he put it all on a plate and like heated it up. I think at that time that um <clears throat> you um it, it wasn't necessarily a gooey cheese. But ah. yes, it's called sodium citrate. And it's Na3C6H5O7. That's hilarious. (laughs) Another happy accident of history. Probably it doesn't need to be in that order, but because it makes nacho cheese, it needs to be in that order. Yeah, because otherwise it would be Ohan cheese. (laughs) Kohan. (laughs) Kohan. The Kohan brothers. I have water, please. I went to get myself a shot, and I was told to go back in the room, and she would get it for me because she's amazing. Oh, <laughs> what a great lady! <laughs> what a great lady! Hear that? She didn't hear that. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> she's busy getting you some she's water. Busy, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my dog is freaking out about something. Oh, she's freaking out because the cat has taken over her bed, so she doesn't have anywhere oh. to go. Poor yeah. Pup. Well, I'm going to throw something at the cat. <laughs> I uh, I just hiss at mine. Oh, does that the work? The cat, not the lady. <laughs> not the lady, the cat. That didn't work Kenny at all. And he was like, what? Just threw a hairbrush at her and she just didn't flinch. So I'm going to throw a book now. No. Cats don't give a shit. There we go. You can Google that phrase. Cats don't care. <laughs> this, is my, this is my mean ass. How old are you now? <laughs> 13 or 14 year old cat because it was a book I did not hit her with the book listeners don't call PETA I threw the book next to her and it hit the wall and made a noise and she got up <laughs> she has not left the bed yet though so we need to throw something else she but just was roused from her slumber Pez dispenser got her did you just say Pez dispenser because that's I what did. I heard that's what I said so she doesn't okay. care if you throw a, a fucking book in her general direction, but the Pez dispenser comes and it's like, gotta get out of this bitch. Well, it You worked. should put a cucumber on the ground and see how that fares. I tried that with her. She didn't give a shit. <laughs> She's just like, ah, oh, snake. What's up? <laughs> anyway, where's, where's more food? That's pretty much how I roll. Ah, oh, there's a snake. Well, where's the food, please? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I saw a tarantula out in the wild once in the middle of the night, and I just about shit a brick. I don't know what I'd do with a snake. Ah, snakes aren't scary to me. Tarantulas, though, I probably would have died from fear. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I mean, from both. I mean, it's, uh... So this was in the early days, I had an iPod Touch. Was it my iPod (laughs) Touch or my first iPhone? iPod Touch. And it was before they had flashlight on them, obviously, because there was no flash on the camera. So you could get an app for a flashlight that just made your screen white <laughs> turned up the brightness I remember that back so, in the early days yeah. 
so I mean, this is like 2008, 2009. So I'm on a hike in the middle of the night and we're just going along and I have my flashlight out and then I'm like, oh, what is that? It looks like a big ass spider. And they're like, well, yeah, it's a tarantula. God. It's a giant fucking spider. Good luck, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. just giant. It is hairy. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like spiders Hairiest in general, spider. but a hairy large spider out in the wild, I really, really don't like. Yeah, that no. That's the I forget where. Um, there's one of the lakes, uh, reserva- reservoirs um, east of like the Modesto, somewhere between Modesto and Merced. There's a uh, a couple reservoirs, and one or both of them is like a migratory area for tarantulas. Oh. And my oh. there's a family friend that goes has a group that goes camping there like every Halloween, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you see all sorts of tarantulas." I'm like, "Nope, yeah, uh, nope, never, 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 never going again." There. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I don't do I don't do spiders. I'm to the point now where because I am a man and I am a dad and I am a husband, I will kill a daddy long legs <laughs> with yeah. a lot of no. very quiet self pep talk beforehand to make sure we have a deal. Fine. Jenny and I, she gets the spiders, and I will get virtually every other <laughs> manner of wildlife. That comes into contact with us. A wolf comes in the fucking house. I am getting that wolf. No, absolutely. <laughs> or a snake or a fucking beaver. Like, sure. But you. But I just saw a wolf spider on the headboard. So you need to do something oh. about this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Once She tells the story a little bit differently. But one time there was uh, <laughs> a spider on my arm. Okay, oh, We were God. in bed. We were both in bed together. And there was a giant. I say giant. It was probably as big as between a quarter and a 50 cent piece spider on my arm. Okay. Um, and I looked down, I like, I felt it and I looked down and I shouted the word no. <laughs> and I leapt up from the bed with such a fastness, such speed that it created like a void in the bed. And she just was like left there in the bed in my smoke. <laughs> right. But <laughs> just a James shaped puff of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> like I was gone. Right, like no, and I'm out. And she would like couldn't get out, you know, because she was fucking in the middle of the bed. Uh, but she tells the story as though I threw her into the spider. Uh, but... <laughs> That's a better story. <laughs> yeah, no, I swear, I literally like springboarded from the bed and was airborne before, you know. And then I feel like stupid. Like I just said no. Like what's it gonna what? Like oh, it's, sorry. it's gonna take my soul, and Jenny's in the other room going, "You definitely threw me into the spider." I didn't fucking, I didn't touch her. I smacked the bed and flew. I was airborne. I am on, on our on our pre honeymoon, which because we're fancy people, the, after we got married, we just we went to Tahoe married. for a couple of days instead of, and then waited a year and did our real honeymoon. But um, during our pre honeymoon in Tahoe, I woke up in the middle of the night. I think it was the first night. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was one of the nights. I think it was the first one, though. And I'm like, my face feels bad. And it's like 3 a.m. And I get up and I kind of stumble my way into the bathroom because I had a real wicked cold when we got married. So I was already okay, like sure. on NyQuil. <laughs> so I wake up and I go in the bathroom and I look in the mirror. And my top lip is incredibly swollen. It's just like, way out. And so I wake up my my new wife and I ask her to check and make sure I'm not like in some kind of drug dream and that my lip is actually 
very swollen. She's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. What's <laughs> fucking wrong with your yeah. face? So it tur- it, what we assume, <laughs> we've never gotten any actual information, but what we assume is that a spider bit me in the middle of the night. And that terrifies me. Or she me. punched you one. Or she punched me. <laughs> but it terrifies me just the idea of a spider that could do that to me was on my face while I was sleeping. Right. That you have no idea and it got away scot-free. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. It's really fucking frightening. Yeah. So anyway. Spiders are just terrifying. They are. <laughs> I'm glad we can all finally agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can all finally agree. <laughs> we disagree so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. Spiders uh, are terrifying. Not a fan. Oh, man. <sighs> no, but, I, but I'm not afraid of snakes. I mean, obviously, like a rattler or whatever, but like most normal snakes are just fucking constrictors and aren't really going to hurt you that much. It's fine. Remember when we caught a snake sack? Yes. We were camping you in were Santa kids? Cruz. Yeah, we were, yes. <laughs> we were camping in Santa Cruz. We were, this is, I think, this was during my drinking, but before your drinking. So probably, what was I drinking that trip? I was drinking tequila. So we were under eighteen. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was sometime between our seventeen and nineteen year old yeah. camping trips. We but we we caught a uh, caught a king snake, I think. Some kind of non-poisonous snake, and we really tried to like catch it, catch it, but instead we sort of let it go because it wasn't going well and tried to catch it. No, if I remember, what was your method? We, uh, we didn't really have much of a method. Like put a stick on its head to make it stop <laughs> slithering. I did think it, it did stop for a second. I think yeah. we could have had it, but some kids oh, yeah, some messing kids with something, and us. they came over, and they're like, oh, my God, a snake. And then all of a sudden, there are six kids charging towards it, and the snake's like, nope, fuck That's this. right. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, when we, we were trying to be, like, really slow and moving really slowly, and the snake hadn't really done too much yet. Mm-hmm. Like it was obviously aware of us, but it—I don't think it considered us to be that big of a threat because we weren't actively trying to charge <laughs> charge That's towards it all at right. once. Yeah, because it could sense your fear. Yeah, so apparently I've tried to catch a snake, which means I'm not actually that scared of snakes in the wild. <laughs> 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 yeah, Zach, that I, it's because I have problems and I've been a heavy drinker for too long. Um, <laughs> That was during those trips, even before we were 18, I would bring a, a water bottle full of tequila or tequila usually and yeah, I sit up at night and I'm, drink. Uh, if I remember right, we were never on to you, but I think the year we turned 21. I told you. I don't think you told Matt because you were worried Matt would be a little irritated, but you told me and Brian. Ah, uh, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, by the way, um, those yeah, times I drinking. used to go, those times I used to go walking because I was uh, drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, I, we, I just thought you wanted to go walking. Yeah, no, I had problems. <laughs> That's what started Zach's desire to fucking hike and walk. Man, <laughs> you ruined. <laughs> yeah, everyone would be like, hey, we're we're ready for bed. Let's go to bed. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there in a second. I want to watch the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as you pass out, I'm gonna drink myself into a stupor. Yeah, that was during my tequila used... days. There was bad days. Those tequila days. 
I used excuses like that when I was a smoker. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to hang out and, you know, I'm not ready for bed just yet. Right. If I can do anything other than what you're doing real quick. <clears throat> oh, I forgot something back at the camp. I'm going to go into the woods real quick. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, I uh, James, by the way, to our, our text conversations a couple weeks ago, I still have not purchased a pack of cigarettes, and I hope to continue that trend. Hey, I'm proud of you. I was, I meant to ask you about if you'd smoked one at the party. Uh, yeah. Is that, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was telling James a couple weeks back, it was probably like three weeks ago, cause that I, because there's something about smoking, and I always have had this theory that you're either born a smoker or not. But there's something about smoking in certain movies and TV shows where I just, I watched it and I'm like, oh, you know what would be cool is to go get a pack of cigarettes, smoke a few cigarettes. And so I was watching one of my movies that's a big trigger for me to think about buying cigarettes. And I was texting James like, hey, I'm probably going to end up buying a pack of cigarettes. You should ask me about this and make sure that I don't do it. Because I know that there's no, there's no positives to buying a pack of cigarettes and smoking them. Yeah. Well, there is one, and it's how fucking cool you look. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you look so cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I, I don't know if it was specifically you or Matt, but um, I do appreciate cigars now. But mm-hmm. I've never had any desire ever to actually smoke a cigarette. There's something like so the the movie that's the big trigger for me is this Bob Dylan biopic called I'm Not There, because Bob Dylan smoked like a goddamn chimney. Oh shit! <laughs> like and it, maybe to this day so I don't it know if he still all that in the movie. And so, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not like they're going like, hey kids, cigarettes are cool, but it's just even watching Thank You for Smoking sometimes makes me go like, you know, it'd be cool. It's yeah, a pack of cigarettes. I think he was smoking has one message and that is don't smoke. And it's weird because like, there's something that happens. Like I know what a cigarette smells like and I know what a cigarette tastes like, but when I see somebody else smoking one, I'm always like, man, that looks so cool. And it looks like it doesn't smell like it smells and tastes like it tastes, Mm -hmm. you know, like it looks like it's, and it has like a weight to it. And, and there's something about like when, a person in a TV show or a movie like puts a cigarette out yes. in an ashtray. You're like, ah, oh, I just like that, that sound that they, and I know it's a Foley sound. Yeah. Like I know it's not really the sound of a cigarette being put out in an ashtray, but like that Foley sound effect and like the act of like smashing it and like the little smoke rising up. I'm just like, fuck, I want one of those. Yeah. But that's actually the worst part of it. Like it's, that's when it stinks the most and then mm-hmm. your hands smell bad, you know, but Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it's terrible. I've never been addicted to cigarettes, so it's just a thing that sometimes I'm like, yeah, I should have a cigarette. When the real answer is no, no, you should not. You should <laughs> no. never even have a cigarette. No one needs a cigarette. I was completely bad. anti them for the first, you know, years. Like I, I tried my first one when I was 13 and it was bullshit. It was the worst thing. It felt like I had breathed in fire and like my lungs hurt. Like it felt like they collapsed. Like it was just the worst. And I was like, this is stupid. Right. And then I started smoking weed and one of my friends was like, Hey, do you want one of these? And I was like, no, like cigarettes are disgusting. Like they're fucking like they hurt. And he's like, no, 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 This is a Newport. And I was like, the fuck does that mean? And he's like, it's menthol. It's It's cheap as fuck. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's among the cheaper, but it, but it's also like it has a cooling effect, and I yes. was like, okay, fucking. He's like, plus it makes you higher, and I was like, well, that will make me try it. <laughs> <laughs> like if it gets me higher, then I will yes. absolutely try this thing. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as the Marlboro that I had had first. Sure, but it wasn't my thing. I like didn't like it. I was like, no, like. Like when I smoke weed, like I take a hit and I can feel it. My brain goes, "Woo, you've had some stuff." Mm-hmm. Right? When I when I take a hit of a cigarette, nah. You know? Yeah. Like it's it's more of like a physical feeling rather than a brain feeling. And I'm like, "I don't really care for that." But then when I was 20 <coughs> and I was in a bar in Chicago and everybody is smoking except for me, I was like, "Let me have one of those things, please, because I'm already breathing this in, and I'm the only one at this table without this social conductor stick, and I would like to have this rhythm that everyone has." And that's when it started. I think I, I think I've told the story on here about when I turned 18, and that night I drove out like the like it hit midnight, and I went, "Okay, I am 18 now," and <laughs> it's time. And I drove out to a convenience store, and I bought pack of cools and a couple scratchers because I was 18 so it was, it was what to do and uh, a homeless guy hit me up um, when I was leaving he was like hey can I buy a cigarette and the cools because I had learned like you that I liked menthol so the cools were uh, it was buy one pack get one free so I had two packs and I was like you want a pack <laughs> <laughs> and the homeless guy was black and he goes oh man you smoke cools I didn't know why people smoke cools <laughs> you're like I didn't either <laughs> like, exactly like the first time I went to try and buy chewing tobacco because my roommate did I went to the store and I was like I would like one chewing tobacco sir and he was like okay you have to like give me more information than that <laughs> like, what do you want? What brand? What style? And I was like, ah, uh, hmm, brand. <laughs> it's like, so he said, Copenhagen? I said, yes. Snuff? <laughs> and I said, yes. And snuff is the worst because long cut is the way to go. Long cut sticks snuff together. Snuff is fine powder. Snuff is a fine powder. Snuff is like putting a bunch of sawdust in your mouth. Wait, is it actually oh. like snuff stuff? Like you can sniff it? You could, or is it wet? You could. It's it's wet. It's it's the same as like a long cut, but it's sawdust. It's like if you put a long cut through a grinder a couple more times. <clears throat> so I I took the can of Copenhagen snuff that I thought I wanted, and I put some in. And on the drive home, I was like, do 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 do. Here I am with my chewing tobacco in, and it just was the worst. And it kept going down my throat. And it's like, ah, ugh. and so I ended up throwing everything out the window and just be like, get, get the shit out of here. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. So then the real, <laughs> the real problem started when my roommate who chewed, um, gave me the run through of like, okay, here's the, if you're going to try it for the first time, here's what we're going to do. We're like, we're going to really do this right. And so he's, he asked how much nicotine do you use in a week? And at the time I smoked black and milds pretty often. So I'm like, eh, you know, two, three black and miles a week. Did you breathe them, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sucked them all the way down. That's pretty impressive. Because, like, you smoke, like, black and mild, like, pipe tobacco. Like, it just goes in your mouth and you don't actually inhale it. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, it, like, that's that's kind of a G thing to inhale it. Like, it makes, you know, a normal person sick to their stomach. Mm -hmm. That was was me. (laughs) Uh Yep, yep. Yep. Execute it, though. (laughs) 
<laughs> that may be that you know what that may be how I get myself not to um <laughs> get a pack of cigarettes when I think about it. It's like go get one black and mild. Yeah. But um so it's like, yeah, you know, two, three black and milds a week. And so then he portioned out and he was like, Take this much and put it in your mouth. So I didn't get the thing that everyone gets where you get sick and throw up the first time you use chewing tobacco. Because that's what everyone has. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, the first time I put too much in, and then it's too much nicotine going straight into your bloodstream, and then you throw up. And you swallow it. Yep. And you, yeah. He really talked me through it all. He was like, okay, any saliva in your mouth, spit it out. If you have anything in your mouth that is saliva, spit it out. Yeah, and just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's Which is a weird thing to get used to. Because, yeah. like, you swallow spit all the time without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. The oh. first time I chewed was at, well, the first time I chewed and liked it was at a funeral. I had done it once before, before I had built up a nicotine tolerance. And I was like, you know, like, this is fucking, and I did that. I swallowed it too much. Um, <clears throat> but the next time was at a funeral. And I had, I was already smoking at this point. And uh, a friend of mine gave it to me and we were all drinking. And he was like, hey, do you want some? And I was like, no, no, it's all right. And he's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, it made me fucking sick before. And he's like, no, 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 you just got to do it, you know, fucking this way. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I did it, and it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I could I could keep doing this. And then at, at this point, I had built up enough of a tolerance that I was able to smoke a cigarette yeah. while chewing. Yep. And it was fine. Um. And then the next time I tried it was one of those snooze packages, yep. like a little thing. And my friend was like, put this one in your top lip. And I was like, but you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay. A beard so is I helpful. So I put it in my top lip and yeah. there it was. Yeah. 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 Beard is helpful. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Jesse, who uh, is, a, is a listener now, likes to bring up the time that he was so impressed with me. Because it was like the first time he had ever ridden in my car with me. And I've only ever had a car that is stick shift to this day. I, that's all I have ever driven. Yeah. So he's sitting in the passenger seat next to me. We're driving along and we get some Taco Bell. So in the car, I've got, I've got like a Taco Bell burrito in one hand. I have a drink in the cup holder. And I'm driving. And I have a chew in. So he's like, I was so, (laughs) he brings it up all the time. I was so impressed because you'd like shift a gear, spit, take a bite of your burrito, shift a gear, spit, (laughs) take a drink. (laughs) And you're just sitting there doing four or five things at once, just driving down the road and everything's going fine. (laughs) Yeah. I was eating a lot of that tobacco, unfortunately, (laughs) because you're not supposed to eat while you have chew in your mouth. Oh God! Yeah. Oh. So Zach, you're getting—you're probably getting uh, very fancy cigars at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't use that. I, I don't smoke them um, on my own, like ever. Because I was thinking about how we used to get—we would just get um, what were they called? Big big fillies. Whatever bad one that we used, <laughs> that you and Matt used to always get, and I would, nor- I would just sometimes have one. Yeah, yeah. it's like two for. Yeah, no the. I don't know. I I got some. Yeah, on New Year's I got like a eight or nine dollar one. Uh, I don't even know what, what brand. What kind it was of? Nice, you, oh, you don't remember? No, <clears throat> it was somewhere other than from here. 
<laughs> my favorite cigar that I ever had was an Onyx cigar. Mm. Uh, and it was shaped like it was tapered at the mouthpiece, like a cartoon cigar is. Yeah. Um, but it was, and it was all black. Like it was a jet black leaf and it was jet black tobacco. It was, again, it was very similar to um, the Cavendish flavor pipe tobacco, ah, which was great. Sure. Huh. Sure. I'm afraid to smoke a cigar now, though, because like any nicotine and I might be like, oh, I need a fucking cigarette. Right. I can handle it. Yeah. I right, can just right. do just one, you know, I'm afraid though. I had, I think the best cigar I ever had, I paid about $15 for and it was at Stogie's. Ever go to Stogie's? Yeah. Back when Stogie's was a thing. Is it not, a, is it not around anymore? I don't believe so. Ah. Do you ever go to Stogie's Zach? No. Stogie's was a bar in, in Lodi one of these very few bars in California that still exist where I like if Stogie's is closed then I only know of one in California where you can smoke in the bar and they have a whole humidor room where you just get up from the bar and go walk into the humidor room and pick out a cigar and take it back to the bar put it on your tab and smoke your cigar wow yeah you used to be able to do that at tobacco leaf too which doesn't even exist anymore yeah, you remember that the tobacco leaf in, in lincoln center i yeah. do remember the tobacco leaf yeah so now the only one i still know of is the iron lung in sonora it's the actual there's the winchester in stockton the winchester oh okay you can smoke in the winchester yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to, but yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> There's a well. That's I think that's the same with Iron Lung. Um, the actual name of the bar is Zane's Iron Horse, but uh, oh, but Iron Lung because you can smoke in there. Uh-oh. I think the rule is if they sell cigarettes there, yes. or if they sell tobacco products there, then you can smoke there. But that was like the case one time Paradise. Paradise sold sold cigarettes in the vending machine, and uh, you couldn't smoke inside. Right. Well, it's. I think it's up to the owner's discretion. Ah. Like, cause, cause one time, uh, a guy who owned a smoke shop told me that. Like, it was specifically a cigarette store, and I was smoking a cigarette as I was walking up to the store. And he was like holding the door open for me, and I was like, No, 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 I got the cigarette. I'm gonna finish it for a minute. He's like, Dude, you can smoke that in here. And I was like, What? This is California. <laughs> he goes, Yeah, but we sell cigarettes. He goes, ah. Trust me, you're allowed. I was like, <laughs> Oh, really? fucking what the fuck he's like yeah he's like it's up to the owners but if you sell cigarettes you can smoke in that establishment that yeah. building but they have to you know they have to be okay with it sure. i don't know if he was bullshitting yeah. you know or what but like that's the way that i understand the rule is that if they sell if like they if they sell tobacco at all yeah smoking tobacco not just if you because like you can't do that in a convenience store right you know but yeah like if they're a cigarette like focused store Huh. Smoking tobacco focused sore. I think you can smoke in there. Interesting. Hmm. It could be bullshit, though. It could, it could be, be. <laughs> completely not allowed in the state of California. And that guy was just like, fuck it. Who's going to tell on us? We're a cigarette store. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dive bar in town I've I've meant to go to my entire life. And I, I still haven't. I And I assume that you can smoke cigarettes in this bar just based on where it is and how it looks. But there's a dive bar in our town called CJ's Hermitage. Oh, Dude, shit. why have you not gone to this? So we need to go to this now at <laughs> your next birthday, which I have no idea when it is. But you can tell me roughly the month, and we'll be like, "Yes, we're there." Well, it's uh, <laughs> it's in a real bad area. It's across. Of course, the, it is. It's across the street from the Food for Less on Fremont. Of course. 
So there's probably hookers outside of the bar. The two stop exactly. shops. One stop shop. Two things. It's not an area of town I really relish going to at night at all. Yeah. Plus going to a bar that I only know of from driving past it. So I'm hearing you want to do some day drinking. Yeah. Well, they're they're not open during the day. Ah, damn it. That's, that's oh, she's awake. Issue. She is awake. She doesn't like the idea of you going to CJ's Hermitage. Yeah, I've never looked him up. I'm going to look that shit up right now. CJ's yeah, Hermitage. I'm, I'm Ooh, they have a Facebook right page. Yeah. Um, someone reviewed it in 2015, and they said, fucking awesome, I love it here. But a lot of exclamation because, points. Because they can smoke and get a hooker at the same location. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, Are they a yeah. pool? <clears throat> I may need to cut this call short. You may, if mom is asleep and the baby's awake. Yeah, I think mom is asleep, and so she does the thing where she comes up to the door and she shoves her face into the door jam in between. Oh no! <laughs> like right where their little crack is, <laughs> and she just shouts through the door jam. Oh no! <laughs> Listen to me, I exist. Yeah. Her big thing lately is. No night night because that's fun. Oh Lord. CJ's Hermitage. Yeah, well. Oh God. They've I got know. the two reviews that I have read on this Yelp thing are four and a half stars. That's pretty good. One seven reviews and one seventy seven. Yeah, the area though. Be actually Holy for shit. caps pizza. And really no, no, no. Area. So these are these are you might also consider these are not actually for CJ's Hermitage. Oh. Oh. I don't know how Yelp works on my fucking computer, apparently. Let's see. Wait, but Caps Pizza and Taps is amazing. While we're talking yes, about the places yes. that are. Like. I've been there a few times now. and Yeah, I, w- I went the one time and I had a great I had a great time. But it turns I've out that I was dealing times. with the owner and his wife. Oh. Yeah, I mean, really, that's the best way. Although, one time we went and there was a baby in a little bouncer that was just walking around. Like, hmm. it was... Now, to be fair, the the bouncer was, like, shaped like an old 50s car. So that was cool. <laughs> but the little baby was just free-range in the entire fucking restaurant. Oh, came up to the table and, like, wanted to say hi and, like, wanted to talk and then, like, toddled away. Huh. And I was, I was like, this is... A little inappropriate just because like there are strangers here playing pool and like what if one of these billiards balls like flew at this poor baby but she was like getting around like she was like okay enough of you I'm gonna go over here so someone brought a whole a whole rig for their one kid of the, huh one of the workers oh interesting yeah. yeah I mean it was cool and it's like a family establishment but it was it was a little much for me because I just wanted to be like where's your grown up mm-hmm. little you know, eighteen-month-old child <laughs> who can't speak, yeah, and is just staring at me now while I shove pizza and beer into my face. Yeah, Where's your doll? Word. See, I but, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But I'm weird about my kid. Where they go? One day we were in the grocery store because we go there basically every day, and she just was having the time of her life for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. She was just really excited about being in the store, and so we're in the soup aisle, like getting some soup, and. She gets overwhelmed with excitement and she just screams at the top of her lungs. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I just go, hey, shh, you have None to. None of that. Like, no we're in more public. You need to just cool it. It's okay. And there was this, because in my brain, 
everyone in the world is bothered by a child. And oh. I, because I think that's the better way. Hello, naked girl. Oh, uh, back to being naked. Yeah, I think that's a better way to, to go about things because the people right who, rather than being like, oh, everybody loves a baby, and people right. are like, hey, fuck you. Exactly. Yeah, no, agreed. Because agreed. the people who love a baby are going to be okay with you acting that way, and the people who don't love a baby are going to appreciate that you're trying to rein the child right. in a little bit. So, I'm or like, at least take them out of their area. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, you, this that's too much. You gotta, you gotta cool it. Let us know more of this. Yeah. But there was a woman in the aisle next to us who was like, hey, I wish I was as excited to be in a grocery store as you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do, lady. Yes, you fucking do. It's <laughs> like, all right, that you know, that's fair. She's like, yeah, yeah, never, never lose that. Always be excited to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Oh God. Sure, that's fine. For right now, though, I need my kid to stop screaming. Yeah. Apparently, I would like to not have screaming going on. Apparently, CJ's Hermitage opens at <clears throat> noon every day. Oh. So we should go in for some day drinking is what I'm hearing. I'm in for some day drinking. Before it gets dark and scary. Someone reviewed it and said coldest beer in San Joaquin County. So that's stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to know how they fucking tested that. If that's an actual yeah. review and not an employee or the owner, I will fucking eat my tie. Whenever <laughs> someone brags about their cold beer, it's like, come on. <laughs> when I want beer know. can only get to a certain coldness. Also, sir. there's a correct like temperature for beer. <laughs> right. There's a correct yes. and an incorrect temperature for beer. I'm not drinking slushy beer here, you bastard. I remember someone saying, like, we were going to go to Taps, and they said, oh, we should go to Valley Brew because their beer is colder. And I was like, are you a fucking idiot? (laughs) Have you... Okay. Like, okay. I can get that maybe one time you went to a place and they had accidentally warm beer because they did... Or warmer than normal because it wasn't in the fridge as long as it... You know, because maybe it was a busy night. Maybe they just put, you know, maybe they grabbed from the the back instead of the front or vice versa, you know. But, like, I think that's a bullshit statement. No, it is. And the reason, what I laid out for this person who was a goddamn idiot was, (laughs) here's the deal. You think it's colder. Valley Brew freezes their glasses. Taps does not. But they do have frozen glasses if you want them. You just have to ask. You just have to ask for frozen glass. That's all it is. Taps has bitter beer. We're never going to Valley Brew. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> we'll go and get you a frozen glass, and then you'll see the, the oh, service ooh. at Valley Brew is not worth it. Oh. If you go on a good night, it's okay. But if you if you don't, then they're like, hey, do you have any more people coming? Because we're going to shut down the kitchen and lock the fucking doors. Yeah. And you're going to have to fucking ask us to leave. I don't. I don't like Valley Brew. I go there more often than I should for how much I don't like Valley <laughs> Brew. How much you don't it's like? It's close. Yeah. They have decent food, but like their service is always just like the dudes don't want to be there. The problem. The problem I'm having is that I like eating on the Miracle Mile, but I am trying to avoid carbs. And everything oh. on the Miracle Mile, they all want to give you a sandwich. And I, I'm trying, <laughs> or pizza. Or pizza. Or noodles. Exactly. And I'm trying not to eat pizza, sandwiches, and noodles. So Welcome to my life, bro. So Valley well, Brew has better options that are not pizza, sandwiches, and noodles. Because they'll give you a steak and stuff like that. Right. Or a burger with no yeah. bun. Which we went to go the to Squeeze Inn today. Oh, yeah. Which is not on the Miracle Mile, but nope. it's it's a good place. It's on Pacific. Yep. I get the uh, grilled cheese often when I go there. That's fun. Because I, I, I'm also I, trying to avoid beef. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you there. I can either do no beef or no carbs. Right. I, can't do um, I had the the everything burger, I think. The works is what it's called, but with no bun today. Mm. And there was a cheese skirt, and there was pastrami, and, and there was mushrooms and onions and jalapenos and a burger. And it was delicious, and I would absolutely recommend going there again. Okay. Yeah, I get the, I get the grilled cheese because it does have a cheese skirt and it's lower in calories. But I could see they probably do chicken there, right? Yeah, they have some chicken stuff, and they have some. Uh, yeah, they have their salads are all pretty pretty keto. You just don't do the croutons or the the tortilla chips or whatever it is. Sure. I don't. Yeah. I don't care about the keto stuff. I'm just. You know, bread is something I don't need. Bread. That's the unfortunate. So, when you say you're doing low carbs, what is it that you're like? Do you have a goal? Are you just like minimal carbs? Like, do you have one item a day that has carbs in it? Do you have like? Are you counting the carbs? Are you subtracting the fiber from the carbs? Like, how does that work? It's it's pretty dumb and simple, and in, in that. I still feel like I'm too fat and I should lose some weight. And an easy way to do that is to just slowly cut out the things that I don't actually enjoy in a meal. Like when I'm because you're body dysmorphic and you can't see your hip bones. So you're like, you must be, well, I'm overweight. I mean, I'm still well over 200 pounds, even though I've lost a good amount of weight. I don't know that that's true. First of all. And second, I don't know that that counts as you being overweight. It is. I am. you Let's you work see. a lot. Like you work, you use your muscles a lot when you work. Yeah. What's what so? Do you how call much the... of that weight is muscles? Let's see. BMI. BMI graph. body mass index. So on the BMI graph, let me add male. Um, go to images and find out where I am. Ideal weight chart for men. Weight in kilograms. Who is that helping? British folks weight in stones <laughs> I also don't know that also British folks yeah let's see okay a stone is 1.7 pounds right I have no idea I have no idea or so is that a pound is 1.7 dollars I don't know either for my <laughs> height and weight I am just barely not obese hey congratulations thank you so much yeah I'm I'm like three pounds away from being obese. So losing weight. And when it comes to enjoying a delicious chicken sandwich, I'm not so worried about the bread. I like the chicken and the fixings. So it's easy to cut out bread to try to lose weight. I'm also trying to cut out potatoes, but I love potatoes. It's like part of your genes, I feel like. Yeah, I've eaten potatoes for two out of my three meals today, even though I've tried to cut potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love potatoes. <laughs> if I were to cut out meat and just have potatoes, I think I'd do okay. But I think I think would be you'd worse actually gain me. a whole bunch of weight <laughs> yeah. if you did that. <laughs> I'm going to we we were talking about this today. I wanted um chicken I wanted shake and bake chicken or chicken strips or something like that that's like breaded. Yeah. And I was like, is there a way to do this? And she's like, Yeah. I was like, What the fuck is it? And she goes, You crush up a whole bunch of pork rinds. And I'm like, Oh fuck, that's right. We've done that before. Oh. And you use that as a breading with just fucking uh you do um 
Like you egg dip it and then you fucking roll it in the crushed up pork rinds and it's amazing. <gasps> that sounds amazing. Yeah, but but if, if you're not doing keto, it's real bad for you because sure. it's a whole bunch of added fat. Yes. But if you are doing keto, it's great. It's perfect. It's not a whole bunch of added calories. I don't know, actually. that I might be talking out of my neck on that one. I don't know how many calories there are in pork rinds, but it's added fat, so it's great. Sure. And no carbs. Because chicken breast by itself isn't that high in fat, so it's not the, the most ideal meat for a person on keto because it's just protein. But um, with the fucking pork rinds, it's added fat. And the egg <laughs> is, is also... Can, now, can you do egg-dipped stuff? I can. I know you have a problem with eggs, but like if it's dipped in like batter, like beer batter or whatever with egg. No, yeah, I can. Egg and bread. I can. It's not, it's not wonderful, but I can do it. Man, I have to lose like 30 pounds in order to get down to my ideal weight. I mean. 30 pounds. That's okay. I have to lose like 200 pounds to get to my ideal weight. (laughs) Oh, it's fine. Oh, that's underweight. Okay. Actually, I feel like I would be I feel like I'd be comfortable at 220. So, yeah, I do. I have to lose over 100 pounds in order to get to 220, and I feel like I'll be fine. I haven't been at 220 since I was like 11. I haven't been under under 200 pounds since I was around 11. Yeah. <laughs> I hit 180 when I was 12. So, I hit so by 13, when I, I was probably 12. was over 200. Yeah, so Zach, I assume you were well under 200. Mm, I was. I didn't haven't really paid much attention for the last year, so I I gained some, but I'm still under 200. Yeah. Yeah. Old jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> With all of your hiking and not eating meat or sausage. <laughs> oh, I, I like I said, I've been bad. I I I eat a lot more meat the last year than I did the year before. But. Yeah, that's kind of like after I did my big diet and I lost a good amount of weight. I I stopped paying as much attention. I put on a little more poundage, but it, I'm all right. I'm fine. Yeah, that's kind of how I've been for the last like 14 months. Yeah. <laughs> so Jenny is shouting at me from the other room to ask you guys about. The, our Ron Swanson dinner. Hmm? We, so we know that you don't do sausage, Zach, on a regular. Do you yeah. do red meat, or you you stay away from that? I try to. This last week, I've had so much that I'm probably I'm probably going to try and stay away from it for as long as I can now because I had okay. so much of it. But so, I, I do normally at least once or twice a month I have red meat. Yeah. Well, save it for a couple of months, and I want to have. Are you familiar with Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation? Yes, I love that. Okay, show. so. His birthday that Leslie sets up for him, which is just a bunch of fucking steak oh, and whiskey, yeah. we're going to do that. No, really? <laughs> yes. Because I decided last night while I was drunk at the bar with CJ, I texted Jenny. I was like, I've decided we're going to get some Lagavulin whiskey. Ooh. And she goes, okay, great. And she was like, just like for ourselves or at the bar? And I was like, no, they don't fucking have it here. So they had it here. I was going to buy it. Even if it was fucking 10 or 15 bucks a shot, I was going to buy it. Because I'm done being curious, sure. right? So we're gonna get some lagavulin, and we're gonna get a bunch of fucking steak, and we're gonna oh, have shit. dinner. If you guys are into that, I love it. Yeah. All right. I'd, Sweet. Yeah. yeah. We did. Uh, Sweet. We did prime table for 
for Valentine's Day, and it just reawakened in me the fact that steak They're is amazing. I totally yes. Steak is amazing. It really is. Good steak is even better. Well, exactly, because we, we went to Prime Table, so, you know, I paid like $70 for, <laughs> for a cut of steak, <laughs> and it was amazing. It was the best steak that anyone's ever eaten. Yeah. So good. The other day, I ordered a nose hair trimmer to completely derail the conversation. I've got one of those. <laughs> and uh, so I've needed one for a long time, an ear hair trimmer, too. Um, but the reason that I bring this up is because in uh, during our conversation, I have been looking up kitchen knives. And so we have a full set of Z of J.A. Zwilling's Henkel's kitchen knives, which are like Spanish steel. And they're like among the top brands of kitchen knives. And I didn't even know that we had this right. We, we talked about this before. But so I was looking on Amazon for Henkel's knives and there is a non-electric Henkel's version of a nose hair trimmer that is like you squeeze it to operate it. And I'm, Whoa. I wish that I had seen that before I had purchased my electric one Hell because yeah. I, right. Cause like it's, it's non-electric. Like you don't need to fucking charge it. You don't need to have any batteries. You just like fucking put it up there and it's supposed to be like some of the best steel. So like, why not? Hmm. It's up on my page is why I brought that up just now. Ah. Yeah, that's very that's very interesting. A non-electric nose hair trimmer. Yeah. I'm very yeah. lucky in that my excess hair is often blonde. Oh. Right. So it doesn't come up. Like I've got if you if you if ever we're in person, check out my eyebrows sometime because I have, I have. crazy eyebrows. But you can't see them because they're blonde. They're blonde, so you can't see them. But I've got these crazy wizard eyebrows where occasionally I get an eyebrow hair in my eye. And I'm like, ah, what's what's going on? What is this? A loose hair? No, it's still attached to my face. It's just one of my eyebrows. Do you have hair coming out of your ears now? Um, not so much, but even that that is blonde. My nose okay, hair so is I, also blonde. So my ear hair is stark white. Okay, It's just coming in that way. Like, there was never a time where it wasn't that. But it's stark white, and there's a bunch of it. And I was feeling really fucking self-conscious about it the other day. And then <laughs> and then I, I talked to our friend uh, Joe Smith, mm -hmm. who is in the theater community and an overall good dude. And I noticed that he has an exorbitant amount of stark white ear hair, and I felt much better about myself. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't Hi, mean to put you on blast like that, but <laughs> you have some ear hair. It's fine. Well, he's got a name like mine. Like, try and look him up. Yeah, exactly. Good luck, <laughs> listeners. Joe Smith. But there's 1,100 in Stockton alone. Right. Not the founder <laughs> of the Mormon religion. The other Joe Smith. Oh. <laughs> was he Joe Smith? Damn, I had the wrong, he was wrong Joseph Joe Smith. Smith. Oh, Joseph Smith. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Joseph Smith. What a weird... <laughs> he's, he's one of those things, like that and the Scientology episode of South Park, I think about a lot. <laughs> They're yeah. like, no, this is literally what they believe. And they made it such a point to fucking do that so that they can't get mad. Yeah. Like, no. your religions can't be pissed off. They're like, but this is what you actually believe, right? Yes. So fucking fuck you. No, literally, he looked through a magic hat and read yeah. bronze plates and dictated the Book of Mormon. So, yeah, well, so he found he, he divined it in a hat that that 
it had like a little pebble in it that told him which way to go. And then he found the plates. He had to dig to find the plates. That's right. Right. And then he found the plates and they they told him the meaning of the world and like the the message of God, but only he could translate them. They were in a special language that only he could (laughs) divine. (laughs) Right. And then later, his wife was able to also translate some of them because she had a revelation from God, but that happened at a time when she was working in a saloon mm-hmm. and so the revelations that she had were that you can't um drink alcohol or chew tobacco or do anything that's impure yes. uh, because part of her job at that point was cleaning up spittoons and dealing with drunk dudes so so now you can't do that because god said you can't do that <laughs> well there was the whole thing about how the wife of someone that he was dictating the plates to um was like well if it's real then we can hide all of the dictation and tell him that we lost it. And then he would be able to tell us what it says again. Yeah. (laughs) And he's and so his explanation was God is mad at you for losing that. Yeah. So it'll be basically the same, but phrased differently this time. Oh, God. Yeah. And then they made a documentary about him on HBO called Leaving Neverland. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, and several children are coming forward. Yeah. <laughs> Would have gotten away with it, too, if it yeah. wasn't for you damn kids. Yeah. You meddling kids. <laughs> a friend of the show, Brian, lived in Utah for too long, for a few mm-hmm. years. And just the stories that he would tell us about <laughs> how stupid it was to live in freaking Utah. I was in Utah for nine days and it was too much. Yeah. Like, I, mean, they <laughs> I was to... in Cedar City. You were in Cedar City? So he lived in Salt Lake. He was like in the heart of it. Yeah, in the, the, the at least most, when you're in like, Salt Lake, thinking part. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say at least when you're in Salt Lake, you have that's not completely bashed. But I, that is where the giant Mormon temple is. Yes. So. Well, that's why he had such a freaking batshit crazy address. I had to send him something. And oh God! It was, was like 54 East, 20 South. <laughs> like, it was the worst. <laughs> because you're riding for to, minutes and minutes and minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I went to go drive and visit him once, and Google, Google got very confused, and I ended up in, like, warehouses on the outskirts of town. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? I was lucky when I sent him the package that I went to this small package store where I go to send things, and uh, I was like, this is the address he gave me, but it doesn't make any sense to me. And they knew enough to be like, oh, he's in Salt Lake. These, oh, yeah, the whole city's on a grid system for where the temple is. So this is how far away from the temple he lives. Like, oh, God. Yowch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was in Utah for under a day. <laughs> Thank God. And that was enough. That it was, was enough pl- for you to It was know. plenty. Although, because this was on my hitchhiking trip. And it was at the end of the hitchhiking trip. Once I made it into Utah. Because before, I had spent like... I would get a ride from, you know, Yuma to Gila Bend. And then I would have to spend a few days in Gila Bend until someone would give me a ride to Tucson and stuff like that. And that's how it went throughout Arizona. But once I crossed the border into Utah, I got picked up every five minutes. <laughs> I'd be like, from hey, a passerby? 
from just just freaking anybody because they were so nice in Utah. So I'd get out of the get out of the car in Kanab and I'd write down St. George in my notebook and then within five minutes someone would pick me up and take me to St. George. And then someone else would pick me up and take me to Hurricane. And it just Yeah. <laughs> I just got I got rides left and right. Not gonna lie, I kinda wanna try that a little bit. Yeah. One of the best rides I got was from this guy who was uh in construction. And he was telling me all about, because this was southern Utah, and southern Utah is where the really, really weird polygamists all live. They don't really live in Salt Lake anymore, since it's against the law. Since they ran them out? Yeah, they ran them out of Salt Lake, and now they all live in southern Utah. So he was pointing at all these houses as we were driving by, and he's like, you see that house, see that house, see that house? There are all these huge, huge houses that were um, under construction. And he said, this is how they get away with being polygamists and having, like, 48 children and 11 wives is they build one house through sweat equity because apparently all these Mormons, all these polygamous Mormons have no money because they're raising a thousand kids. Right. So they build one house through sweat equity, which is that they commission a house and then they help build it and their pay for helping to build it goes into paying for the house. That makes sense. Kind of. Then now they've built their nice little two bedroom or three bedroom house then they hire people to expand the house and make the amount of rooms they actually need. And so they go from having this one-story, three-bedroom into having a two-story, ten-bedroom. But if they never complete construction, they don't have to pay taxes on the actual size of the house. They're paying taxes on the first tiny house. Clever girl. Right? (laughs) Right? And this guy was in construction. He's like, I see this all the time. They ask us not to finish. We just leave. Is that they're very smart or very dumb? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that's the it's, that's the way in Southern Utah. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I made it across. I just found my notebook the other day. Looked through my oh nice. my uh, my little journal and my my signs because I used one notebook for my hitchhiking signs, where I made a little joke about every place, and oh. <laughs> and I also had my journal in there. <laughs> but yeah, it was just that like, whew. the first time I used a sneak a toke was in uh, in a car on my way out of Utah into Nevada. I got yeah, dropped. You got to be sneaky in that instance. I dropped. Uh, they dropped me off in Mesquite because they were going on to another place that I didn't want to go, and my cousin was going to come pick me up in Mesquite because she lived in Vegas. So I had to spend the night in Mesquite, but I couldn't find a place to sleep. I couldn't find a place to pitch my tent or anything. So I kept kind of laying in this trash heap behind a casino. And I was like, well, I'd rather not sleep than hang out in this trash heap any longer. So I kept going into the casino and going into the, like the sports betting area and kind of just sitting at a chair until I drop off. And then the security guards would come over and be like, Hey man, you gotta stop that shit <laughs> if you're sleeping in here we have to kick you out if you're awake it doesn't matter if you're spending money you can you can be awake and here all night long but if you're sleeping we're gonna have to kick you out so I had that was one of the worst nights of my life it was like my last yeah. hobo hitchhiking night trying not to fall asleep in a casino slash laying down in a trash heap behind the casino <laughs> waiting for morning when my cousin could come pick me up and I'd go sleep in a house again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I still kinda wanna try it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wanna like say fuck you to the rest of my like work and life and just go and hitchhike and live in a trash heap. Yeah. No, it was Although very I would romantic. do everything possible to avoid Utah. Well, you're gonna get a lot of rides. <laughs> yes, you get a lot of rides, but to what end, CJ? To what end? Yeah. And if you if you decide to do it in Arizona, do not go to Gila Bend. Gila Bend is the worst place on the planet. <laughs> Time stops. The trains don't turn their horns off. For, oh, there's that's some the worst. there's some sign <laughs> just outside of Gila Bend that says uh, train conductors or whoever drives the train train engineers. Please honk your fucking horn. Please turn your horn on as you enter the city limits and do not turn it off until you leave the city limits. Because, and continue. Yeah. <laughs> All the hotels have signs that say no train noise because it's a known problem. And Gila, <laughs> <laughs> Gila Bend is a place where where you can it's the it's called Bend because it's a bend in the road. So you uh, okay. it's a crossroads. You can either go north towards like Phoenix and Flagstaff. Or you can stay south and go like from Yuma to Tucson. And I was trying to go to Tucson, but apparently everyone in Gila Bend was on their way to Phoenix. It just... Oh. I feel like you just named a song just then. <laughs> I was trying to go to Gila Bend, but everyone in Gila Bend was on their way to Phoenix. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I was, I was trying, to rem- trying to think where that's at, but I, I never knew where that's at because whenever I go to Arizona, I always use uh, I-10. Exactly. That's over down on I-8, yeah. Yes, it's on 8. Yeah, the 10 is the correct way to see actual <laughs> civilized Arizona. No one needs to go on 8. Yuma's fine. Yuma's an interesting city because Yuma is a city that some of the year requires three Walmarts, but other parts of the year only needs one because oh. because snowbirds people who oh. live like in minnesota and stuff who are retired who have winter homes in arizona so during the winter yuma is a bustling town full of life and three walmarts but come july they've got one walmart and there's not so many people there what happens to the workers at the other two walmart i think they're laid off probably <laughs> I I luckily went during the winter where <laughs> that was where I, when I went to Yuma, I stayed with my old English teacher who had moved to Yuma and she picked me up at one of the Walmarts. So I was sitting outside of Walmart with my bag, just, just sitting there being kind of dirty because I'm a hitchhiker waiting to be picked up. And I, I thought had, you meant the other kind of dirty. <laughs> just <laughs> masturbating at <inside> Walmart. <laughs> Just being a little bit dirty. Yeah. Just, huh. What else? Is so, there? Yeah. so I'm 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 just sitting there. I'm minding my own business, sitting on a bench in front of a Walmart, waiting to get picked up. And I had so many old women come over to me and let me know that I needed to get a job. Oh shit! <laughs> like I wasn't asking you for money. Job? Wait a minute, at home. Yeah, you're like, just sitting you there waiting for a ride. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. I wasn't I wasn't asking anyone for anything. I'm sitting here doing my own thing. I don't need you to come tell me to get a job. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was able to get go on my hitchhiking trip because um because I was on unemployment and there was some hiccup in my paperwork, so I wasn't getting any checks. And then all of a sudden, I got like three months worth of checks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Every other day, I was getting a check for $400. Oh, 
And so I was like, well, you're like, what do I do with all this money? I keep thinking about going on a hitchhiking trip. And all of a sudden, within three weeks, my checking account has $4,000 in it. Uh, I guess I'll (laughs) go on a hitchhiking trip. Because that is the other secret. Have money if you're going to go hitchhiking. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't make it be like necessity that you rely on the fucking kindness of strangers. Like when I showed up in Flagstaff and it snowed three feet that night, I was very glad I had some money and I could go get a hotel room. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, That was awful. I, uh, that was around the time I ran out of money, however, so I got the hotel room for two nights and then I had to go sleep in the snow. (laughs) How long were you in in Flagstaff? I was in Flagstaff for four or five days. Something like that. That's when I learned the power of going into a Denny's and just drinking coffee all night because it was better than sleeping in the snow. Yeah. Have I told you guys about that? It's totally the time has come moment. The time has come. I must leave. Yeah. (laughs) For nowhere. Have I told you guys about the time when I showed my mom my campsite? (laughs) A year year after I I went on my hitchhiking trip, my mom and I went on an Arizona trip to go to Sedona and the Grand Canyon. And when we were staying in Flagstaff, I was like, oh this will be a cool like bonding moment. Let me go show you the place where I camped when I was in Flagstaff. So here we drive to this Denny's and then we go up this back pathway until we go into the trees behind this shitty hotel. And then I'll show you the little clearing where I slept in the snow. And then into the van that belongs to this guy with the beard. Yeah. So we get to the spot and I'm like, look, and uh, I could just see on her face how sad it made her. <laughs> and you're like, no, this is a moment like of achievement. Like, well, this, is cool. <laughs> this is yeah, a cool. This is a cool thing. It's a good thing I did. And you're fucking <laughs> sad about this. What the hell? She was just so sad that her son slept there <laughs> in the snow. Because <laughs> we were there in the summertime, so it was like nice. Also, it uh, turns out it's a great place to to live if you need to because someone else had all their hobo equipment set up in the exact same spot perfect overlooking northern arizona university but i was like yeah this is where i was so there was so much snow i couldn't set up my tent and so i slept on a tarp and it was also so cold there is no way i could sleep isn't this cool (laughs) just like no i wish you hadn't done that Oh man! Oh, if I had shown my mom my apartment in Chicago, she would have had the same face. You're like, oh, you, you oh. live like this, okay? So really, you just this you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no one thought of cleaning the floor ever. Okay, huh. <laughs> this is great. You you can touch both walls if you lay on the ground. Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the things that, like, your kids are going to struggle with, you know, like the things that they're going to put themselves through for no reason is going to be great. Oh, exactly. There's no reason for me to go on that hitchhiking trip, although I do feel like. There was a reason. There was was a reason. For you to go on a fucking hitchhiking trip and just see what happens. I I do feel like I, I went on that hitchhiking trip and then I came home and I was like, oh, so, like, I'm an adult now. I get it. (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, I know how the world works now. I needed I an extra couple of years and yeah. some really shitty times. <laughs> and, oh, now I get it. Never mind that I could have just invested all of this $4,000 on something. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I've had an experience. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. So, Zach, you want to go on a hitchhiking trip this summer? Oh yeah, sure. Let's let's all go. Yeah, I'll just I'll just quit you. Yeah. So, so I'll tell you what I'll do. I will drive a car, and I'll just go to the next town, and then you hitchhike, and then like I'll pick you up. It'll be fine. Perfect. <laughs> so you can get the feel of hitchhiking. That's actually not a bad idea for a fucking business. Great. Like faux, like fake hitchhiking. <laughs> Yeah, like you, you just stick your thumb out and have a sign that says to fucking Tucson, and then but you pay a charter to take you from wherever you're at to Tucson. Yes, we're gonna make millions <laughs> of, of cents doing yeah. this. No, I totally agree because it gets rid of the all the things. There's a lot of things you have to worry about as a hitchhiker. Yeah, like, well, you know, body odor and fucking predators. No, well, the predators mostly. Like, there's a lot of things i looked a lot into this before i went and it's stuff like if a pickup truck picks you up don't put your pack in the bed of the pickup truck you need to stay with your pack because somebody might decide that it's a pretty fun cool idea to drive away and take all of your things yes yeah Yeah, you need to be able to grab that shit when you leave be like hey is it cool if i go in the back seat so i can just you know sit with my bag i might need something in there stuff like that and i never had it I know I was stinky. <laughs> the the woman who picked me up uh, and took me across the border into Utah, I know I stunk. But for some <laughs> reason, she really, she never got into it, but she had something happen to her recently where she felt like she needed to pay it forward. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Atonement. She, yeah, she wouldn't get into it. She didn't want to talk. But she didn't hesitate a moment. She picked me up right away. You were probably the nicest man that had talked to her for fucking years. You know, yeah, you didn't a... want sex from her and you weren't like, you're a subservient <laughs> fucking lady. Yeah, that's fair. She wasn't, you know, the headliner of a local punk band. So, right. So... Not that you would have turned it. To...